the Ron and Fez show starts right now. What do you mean by now? I thought we start after the song. It's like we always play like a movie clip, uh, and then a song, and then we come out and it's North American Scum. So we're not doing that anymore? Hey, it's Run a Fez Show, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, Chris Stanley, Eastside Dave, McDonald. Today, Fez is a... What kind of day is this? It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, and that, of course, means one thing, lost. So that's going to be very, very exciting. No, lost is on Tuesdays. We're going to have lost. We're going to have American Idol vote out. That was last night. It's all happening. It's TV night, and I think the Fonz comes on, uh, Seinfeld, and then Cheers, and Cosby. It's musty TV. It's really going to be... Fantastic. Uh, we'll get the Ichibans going this morning. Um, it's a brand new thing that we're doing just starting today, where we play this. And that's an Asian word for appetizer. That's an appetizer. So, and do me a favor, don't say appetizers. It's appetizers. You're not being teased. But um, it's just like a little uh, story that the Asians are talking about today. Yesterday, we did uh, 15 minutes on uh, Kim's show. So you never really know what is going to be happening out there when you hear this uh, phrase. Ichiban. Um, Ryan. Ryan, in Allentown, you're on the Run of Fest show. Ichiban is the 25th anniversary of a Philadelphia mayor bombing his own city. Wilson Good uh, bombed uh, his own city of Philadelphia, literally dropped a bomb on it, uh, and then was surprised. Uh, there was an organization there called MOVE, and um, they did everything but. They hated the United States, they loved Africa, but for some reason lived in Philly. So Wilson Good, you know, they had these... It was a fucking nightmare. I'm not going to lie to you about it. So he says to himself, I'm going to do what any mayor would do. I'm going to drop a bomb on this building. Seemed like a good idea, I guess, for a couple of seconds. What he didn't understand is the house that he dropped it on was a row home. So not only did it bomb that house, but the fire spread up and down into people that weren't part of this organization. They started to burn down. Uh, it took place in the African-American part of town. Philadelphia being the city of brotherly love, the white people lined up on the police line and were cheering and jumping up and down and uh, blowing whistles and just having the times of their life. Why this never got made into a movie is because people don't look like to look at, at shame. But it's really, you, you, it would be the most perfect fucking movie of zero good guys. Zero, you know, the move people were crazy. The mayor was crazy, and then everybody who thought innocent people's homes burning down was fun and uh, a reason to do the mummer strut, they were also crazy. It's a city of fucking lunatics, but God bless them. If you could only have one city, you kind of want it to look like Philadelphia, because you're like, well, at least we're out in the suburbs. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Jimmy, you're on Run Fez. Hey, buddies. Yeah. More Philadelphia news. Uh, Flyers beat the Bruins last night. Go to Game 7 on Friday. Um, 
Yeah, it's very, very surprising. If you remember, a guy called the other day, and uh, he was taunting and having fun with the Bruins. And then apparently the Bruins fans, uh, in a genius move, uh, threw condoms out on the ice fest. Why would you throw condoms out there? Wrap it up. That was oh. their point. It was very witty. Uh, we're going to throw condoms on the ice. Uh, and it's now tied up 3-3, Dave? 3-3, three, three, game uh, 7, Friday in Boston. You're, you're my sports guy, right? Yes, sir. And yet, you never seem to follow hockey at all. Well, hockey goes up and down with me. It's, you know, the stock is sometimes booming and sometimes it's not there. I'm a, I was upset when Ovechkin and now even Sidney Crosby is out of the playoffs. And those are the two big stars. It's an yeah, interesting but, story, though. Yes, but you're not going to, f you know, it's the playoffs. You think that you would want to follow it. I followed a few games here and there. But, you know, but I, I will be uh, watching Game 7 tomorrow night. I want you to do, uh, I want you to sign a piece of paper here that says, uh, I'm worried about Dave McDonald. He's my sports guy, but he hasn't been following the playoffs. Please talk to him. Send that to Rob Cross. Sign my name to it. Okay. And then uh, initial fezzes. All right. And then that way, you know, a formal complaint has been made that you're not following the, the hockey playoffs just because your favorite players are gone. Okay. Uh, but the Boston fans who always uh, pride themselves on being, you know, we're passionate sports fans, this and that, they always tend to, tend to lean a little towards the trashy side. Tomorrow uh, is search, search, hurry up and search, Fez. We're all excited about it. Search, search, hurry up and search. And we want to say special thanks to snaglow.com. Why buy it? Just snag it at snaglow.com. Snaglow. You, just, you don't even buy things. You just snag them? You snag them. So it's just like if you can grab it? It's basically very auctions where brand new so stuff brand new stuff goes for very, very low prices as you snag it during their auctions on snaglow.com. We've got uh, three players tomorrow, Fez. Of course, uh, the Lionheart is playing. From Way Too Hip Radio. Should be very, very exciting. Uh, Fred Brooklyn is playing. From the Fred Brooklyn Show. And our next contestant? It's Heather Height from Hate Speech Radio. Uh, we're very excited to have Heather uh, be, uh, for one giant reason, of course. Not only is she doing a great job over there at Hate Speech Radio, and the blogger kids are all talking about it, but she also is the first time we've ever had a Search Search uh, contestant who's playing Search Search after cherry darts. So she'll be playing cherry darts in the morning and then taking that A game uh, right over search, search, hurry up and search. Devil threat, can she run the gauntlet? Uh, very surprising because we didn't know she was doing both events. No, we did not. I'm worried she's going to burn herself out. And I'm also worried about uh, an errant cherry dart uh, perhaps taking her down. I'm worried about our chairs after a round of cherry darts. Is it cherry dart? I'm, I'm, this has to do with throwing chairs now? It throws stools at her ass. Oh, my God. Hmm. Uh, so that should be very interesting. I, I'll say this, young lady, because Godspeed. She needs the speed of God right now. The speed of God. If she wins, she should be forced to play on that iPad. That would be fucking unbelievable to see the iPad finally in use. I hope the jewels don't uh, slow it down. Uh, is this iPad um, 
kind of replacing that uh, thing of crunk. Remember, who used to carry that? What, what rapper used to carry like the bejeweled fucking the pimp cup? That was a uh, little John. Little John would show up with a pimp cup that was basically just a cup, but bejeweled. Yeah, yeah, and it was filled with his crunk juice. What exactly is crunk juice? Uh, cough syrup and Sprite. Maybe a little bit of uh, liquor. Fuck your shit up. Kill the guy down in Texas. Killed him? Yeah, DJ, uh, some guy was with 3-6 Mafia, it killed him. He drank too much of it. It was the... When you say DJ, I thought you were going to end that with AM. Who showed up in Iron Man, which I found very creepy. Not only did he show up in Iron Man, the film was dedicated to him. If you wait to the end of the film and there's the little credits roll, uh-huh. it was uh, it was dedicated to him. I guess I was in uh, Russian on the bootleg I had and uh, wasn't able to understand it. Yeah, they didn't understand it in Russian. Those Russian... You gotta be careful with those bootlegs. Uh, somebody, I'm trying to think... Oh, the Oscar winner, Hurt Locker. Yeah, they're going after people. Yeah, Davey Mac, you have the story on that. What's the official story with Hurt Locker? It's that the uh, producers of the uh, Hurt Locker are preparing a massive lawsuit against thousands of individuals who pirated the film online, and they think that it could be filed as soon as today. So if you were one of the people who illegally downloaded and Hurt Locker... Sta- and you're standing right next to one right now. Right. If, yeah. If you, Pepper, are one of the people who downloaded it, uh, seriously, they might come after you, and you could be looking at some jail time. Pirates get jail time. Pittsburgh? The Coke snorting ones. Here's what uh, I'd like to say when it comes to these pirating guys. If you see something, say something. And I'm going to start saying, I hope that there's some kind of... Well, this is the perfect fucking movie to do this. You know, because it's an Oscar-winning movie. It's the big movie, and it's sold less than any other movie in Oscar history. So they have the... You're really, in this one case, attacking the little guy. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I wonder how much they're going to say each bootleg costs. Because when they go uh, songs, it's like, what, $30,000 per song? I think I think a movie should be worth a lot more than a song. I think Pepper should get an $800,000 fucking... Good luck. <laughs> I have that, but I think Tech Clark's already come for that for me. Uh, you know, a member... Well, I don't want to say that. Just someone I know uh, got popped on the song thing one time and uh, called him up and he had downloaded, you know, thousands of songs. And they hit him with some crazy number and he simply said to them, fuck you. Fuck you and your whole thing and hung up. And they called back and he said, what did I tell you before? I thought I said, fuck you. What don't you understand here? You're harassing me. Call me at home. Uh... And it went nowhere. It it never happened. Yeah, good. Fuck them. They're pussy. Well, you know, I I tend to feel a little bit bad for the artists here. If you take uh, this Hurt Locker, and by the way, it was Hurt Locker, the story of Crunk Juice. Uh, they didn't make a lot of money. Why can't fucking Hicks go to the theater like everybody else? Or wait for the fucking... Uh, DVD, and then finally, in his case, the free download on Netflix. What is your hurry? You need to see these things immediately. Um, because it's there, because I can, pretty much. It's all just, right. It's so you're a fucking hacker. You're fucking. Huh? You're, so you're def- crash and burn. That's so- what he. What is he? Fuzz. He's so defiant in front of the law. 
It's true. He's Fez daring them. It, Fez summed it up perfectly. You're defiant in front of the law. You're lawless. So, what's the big deal? It's like fucking dealing with James Dean, ladies and gentlemen. He's Lucy Lawless. With that hair of his. First meatloaf, now Lucy Lawless. This is fucking depressing. You could combine them and just be Lucy Loaf. He's defiant in front of the law. He's daring them. I don't like this one bit. He's double dog daring. Um, all right, Matt uh, understands the story of Crunk Juice. What is it, Matt? Hey, guys. What's going on? Um, crunk Juice is actually filled with opiates and codeine. It's prescription strength cough syrup. That's why the DJ, who was DJ Screw, who was apparently a big rap DJ back in the day, and he got addicted to it and hooked on it in a combination of alcohol, opiate, narcotics, and uh, the cough syrup is what killed him. And I think you probably drank it because rap sucks. Take care, guys. I haven't heard that in a long time. The old rap sucks, which to me, I think is just sampling disco sucks. Uh, this song actually is based on drinking fucking crunk juice. Sipping on some scissor. Wasn't this your prompt theme? Yeah. Okay, I've turned around on rap now. I'm really a big fan. Doesn't suck anymore? No, it's fucking great. You know, uh, the rap sucks, which I said is originally disco sucks. And that's code word for black people suck. That's what that kind of, what people meant to say. So we get it. It's code words. You're using code words. Um... Let's go over to uh, Vernon, your manifest. Yeah, I got caught twice with a uh, religious they caught me on, and then uh, Transporter 3 they caught me on. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed on both of them, but I got caught both times, and uh, they discontinued my internet services, all they did, and I blamed it on my wireless router. How did you blame it on your wild, your, your wire? Like you just said, it just went there? Yeah, I told them I didn't have, I didn't know how to uh, put the password on there, and uh, they said, "Well, anybody can get on my router and download it." And that's what I blamed it on. So you you blamed it on neighborhood teens? Exactly, and I told them I, I can barely even send an email. I, there's no way I could download a movie. Um. Yeah, well, that's that's always the best thing is. To play the old lady role. I don't know what happened. I don't know how. Must have jumped in there somehow. What's the internet? Help me find my glasses. I in my day, we didn't have internet. We had inner tubes. And that was fine for us. We didn't need anything else. That's why I put towels down. All over my furniture. When I want to towel off, I just lay on my couch. It works just fine. That's for cat hair. That's for cat hair. Uh, here's, uh, Charlie in the box. You're on Run and Fez. Bro, 
funny. It's uh, true irony. The cable companies and the phone companies are the ones that know where these servers are. They know the bandwidth. They know how much you're using. Yet the end user, the person that is actually watching the pirated material, is the one they're going after. Nobody's saying one word to the cable companies, which is true irony because you're paying for the service in the first place to watch stuff that's copyrighted, but they won't go after them for uncopyrighted material. You can't make this stuff up. Well, here's the thing. The Internet... Uh, those providers, they're not providing the entertainment to people. It's almost like if you had a cable channel that anybody could upload anything at every time. Do you want to, every time you have a blog, submit it to a corporation or the government? No. This is the fucking salad days here, folks. And we're at the end of the salad days. But basically, it's the chance for citizens to police themselves. And when you have a Pepper Hicks who says, even though we have this wonderful technology, that's not enough for me. I'm going to knock the fences down and fucking run my cattle wherever I want. There's some free shit out there. That's the fucking problem. That's when there stops being this fucking opportunity because people are going, now we need either a corporate entity or a government entity, more fucking likely, to police it for us. It's going to get rough soon. Already, the cable companies are trying to head it off by giving you a limit on how much you can download a month, like like three gigs or whatever. And they flag people who who go over the limit. And so, I guess that's how they're finding people who get these movies or whatever. It's legal shit, whatever. I hope they take away your internet. Oh come on! Don't say that. Uh, let's go to uh, Anthony in Astoria. Okay, you actually got me scared about the um, the Hurt Locker coming after people. So let's just say my friend happened to download Hurt Locker. And there hasn't been any issues about that so far. All right, your my friend point, Anthony, go ahead. Okay, so my my friend, um, his logic is, eventually, at some point in time, these movies are going to wind up for free on cable. So what's really the big difference when you think about it, whether it gets downloaded now or a year from now, it winds up for free. Eventually, at some point in time, if I want to see the movie, I'm going to watch it for free. Well, yeah, so why not just wait until... It's provide because that is not for free. It's actually being purchased by the cable company, and then you're paying the cable company. Exactly. So ultimately, I am paying for it. No, you're it. taking it for free. If you want to wait and pay the cable company, that's up to you. There's certain times that you can view this movie in a theater, on DVD, uh, by the fucking cable company. Or then eventually you get to watch it for free if you sit through commercials. But you're acting like, oh, it's no fucking... It's almost like this. It's like if you rape a woman. And then your excuse is, well, she fucked that other guy. She's already fucking. What's the problem? It's her choice of who she wants to have sex with. It would be... This the Hurt Locker's choice of when this wants to happen. I believe it or not, and Fez, I'm no I'm no friend of big business. You know that about me. Sure. Thanks for backing me up. That means a lot. Yesterday, I heard you go like this. Nope. Um. So today you're with me. Yes, I am. Ryan and Fez, the Ryan and Fez show. But it seems to me, uh, you know exactly what you're doing. If you steal, be like Hicks saying, I steal. But when you try to fucking roll the morals around of why, oh, these people do that, blah, 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 
Then, then you're fucking afraid to say I just steal. I'm anti big. Uh, I'm pro indie films, Ron. Then why'd you steal the Hurt Locker? Because it won an Oscar. You stole it before it won a fucking Oscar, huh? Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. David Dallas Ron Fez. Ronnie, what up? Yeah. Hey, um, I uh, got clipped for uh, a serious man. Downloaded a serious man. I've got you know, just like Pepper. There's certain sites you can go get those bit torrents, and I guess somehow I got an email from my internet service provider saying I've been flagged for downloading this and whatever motion picture you know association released it they're the ones who tracked it and they found that i did it and if i do it again i get get my internet service suspended or taken away and it was it did scare me not enough to keep me off of uh i just looked for movies that they released i can't remember which production company it was and decided well i'm not going to download them but uh they're definitely out there flagging and, and tracking that's for sure and again you the movie that you stole was a tiny little movie Right. That really could have used your help. And and it also happened to have been a brilliant fucking movie. It was awesome. Did you steal that, too? I don't know what you're talking about now. All right, Robin Hood. Why don't you steal Robin Hood? Because it's the one fucking movie that promotes stealing. Everett in San Jose, you're in my face. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm actually an IP attorney out here, and I can What's shed some light shows? on why. Uh, I can shed some light you on you why. You shed the light on that, and I'll keep doing all my shows. We uh, have Evan. No, so uh, you can't sue an internet provider because they're uh, they're exempt from lawsuits like that because it's called the uh, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, called the Safe Harbor. Uh -huh. Otherwise, you could never operate an ISP if you had to troll everything you do looking for people's ripped off material. There's no way you could run a blog. There's no way you could run a. Th thank, web thanks for summing up what I just said, fucking fifteen minutes ago. Do you want? to not have the freedom to fucking put your blog out there, to put up a message board? Do you want to have this fucking constantly said of, you know, just because somebody puts up a picture, uh, you know, of a fucking naked woman and put, you want that fucking message board to have to deal with that? And then that internet provider for that message board goes fucking on and on. Why can't everybody just fucking take care of their own shit? Chad, Atlanta, you're on running first. You know, Ronnie, these guys, they blame, oh, you know, it's the cable companies. Nobody ever goes after them. Whatever happened with doing the right thing? You know it's wrong. Don't do it. What are you blaming somebody else for? Don't download the shit. Um, it, you know, it's, there, there is some fucking truth there, and that's my only thing. Like, Hicks can steal if he wants to steal. But you can't turn around and blame it on Disney or whoever. Because if you have this hate for Disney, you don't have to fucking go there. I don't buy their fucking channel. I don't go to their parks. You know, I, I don't have to be in a fucking world where me and Disney are constantly fucking bumping up against each other. It would be a choice for me to do any of those things. You don't have to take their shit, though. But you, yeah, let's fucking get this. You, you know, you're stealing stuff from Disney. Would you park your car down there and then hop the fence and go into a ride at Disney World? You would feel like a fucking crazy person. Yeah, for some reason, people think they can steal this other shit and it's not stealing. Just say to yourself, I'm a fucking thief. I'm a fucking thief. I see. It's easy for you. That's the problem. You should go with a kleptomania excuse if you ever get hauled in. You can't resist uh, stealing movies. I used to be bad with shoplifting, so maybe, yeah. Um... 
and you're not now? I've tried to stop doing physical things, just <laughs> digital. Because you're fucking lazy. That's the thing. You don't want to end up in a run. Uh, Davin, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. How you doing? Yeah. I think the biggest problem with the Hurt Locker was is they said that there were copies of this released before it was even out in the movie theater. And for a movie that won so many awards, it only grossed $16.2 million in the U.S. And I think the producers of the movie are the ones who are really fired up over it. Well, because people are fucking stealing it, and they didn't, they're didn't. they a tiny little fucking movie. Yeah, it wasn't even out in the theater, and people were downloading it. Yeah, that is the thing. But, you know, we can't act like you can't understand that producer's point of view, because this is not just his one movie. He's worked his whole entire life to get to this fucking point. And then it's gone. This is old man in the sea shit for this fucking guy. He caught the fucking giant fish. He's bringing it back. And now the fucking sharks are eating it before he gets it to shore. Why is this so fucking enjoyable to you, Hicks? I feel like I'm getting over. <laughs> That's really one you of the better parts. Fu- seriously. Move to Detroit. And when the Pistons win a game, fucking start burning cop cars. Because I don't see the fucking difference. <laughs> done, done. <laughs> He's like Tom Sizemore in Heat. For me, the action is the juice. Guess what? Uh, he stole Heat. So I wish you wouldn't bring that up right now. Shit. Where do you think the drops for these rejoiners come from? I'm buying fucking <laughs> DVDs all left and right? Oh, my God. Now I feel like I'm an accessory. Um, let's go over here to uh, Kevin. You're on my face. Hey, Ron. Um, I think anybody that's bootlegged or pirated up to this date uh, should be given amnesty. We need to build a fence around the uh, movie industry. And if your kids were born here, you can keep it. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. In uh, Germany, there is a um, basically a bootlegger fucking political movement, and they have seats in parliament. It's the fucking craziest fucking thing. I, I get... You know, I get this. I know everybody wants something for fucking free. I get it. But then how are people ever going to be able to make a living at this fucking industry? I don't know. I'm not, I don't pretend to fucking be a good person. I don't know. How would you like, you know, you're a fucking cameraman or something your whole life. And then you're like, now you have to think about bootleggers. Because they're like, well, we can't afford cameramen. Why? No one's paying for our movies anymore. They fucking just take them. Little guy's getting fucked. By you. I mean. <laughs> Not only that, but when you're done fucking, you take a piss. Sometimes I gotta piss after I come. What's the big deal? Well, they said it's the best thing for you. Make sure everything keeps uh, moving along quickly. Keeps you free from AIDS. Oh. Keeps you free from AIDS. Take a nice piss afterwards. No hair for me. <laughs> That's the best thing. Um, Richard, Florida, you're in my face. Hey, um, wouldn't it be easier than to go after the, uh, the provider than it would be all the little people? Or are they outside the U.S. jurisdiction where they can't, uh, just shut it down, make it un- unaccessible? Well, there's uh, some truth to that, but let's suppose this was a fucking concert, right? And a couple of guys ripped the fucking hole in the, in the fence and a bunch of people ran through. Are you saying the only people responsible are the guys with the bolt cutters or everybody who ran through? 
Yeah, they, they go after these guys, but they it takes years and years and years, and they keep on moving servers, and they pop back up. That's never going to fucking stop. But look, um, you know, you're talking to a guy who was there when we knocked down the fence, saw everyone to get into an Aerosmith show. Nice. I got it. We fucking were stealing from Aerosmith. But I will say this. They also stole my afternoon. Because Steven Tyler was fucked up. That was pre all of his rehabs. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go to Mike in Queens. You're on Fez. Yeah, I want to say that the argument that piracy represents lost revenue mm-hmm. is a huge leap because a lot of people wouldn't be buying this stuff anyway. I, yet that's the only argument that they have. The, tell me the truth, Mike. Do you think you could win that in court? Well, I, I mean, it's a huge issue. But uh, could do you think, no, not just you, do you think the greatest fucking lawyer in the world could win that fucking point in court? He'd be laughed at. It doesn't make any sense. Look, why wouldn't I steal it? I wasn't going to buy it anyway. You're already saying you see value in that fucking product. Yeah, you... but the point is that people don't have money. Oh, seriously, just because you don't have money doesn't mean you have to have that thing. We're not I have sitting like around a talking dollars worth of music on my computer. Yeah, but you're not talking about bread. If you were a fucking starving man and you fucking stole a loaf of bread, I think you'd have people on your side. But if you're a starving man and you stole the the Hurt Locker, you're just fucking stealing. You don't need the Hurt Locker. But I'm really bored, though. Really bored. Took his mind off his hunger, I guess. People are broke. So I've I've got all these songs on my computer. Doesn't fucking make sense. Obviously, you have fucking serious. You can listen to fucking music all day long. You can bootleg uh, serious too. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Um, let's go over here to uh, Tate. Tate in Florida. You're my Fez. Hey, morning, gentlemen. Yeah. I have an Ichiban question for you all. Uh, I just want to get your collective minds just to answer this for me. Uh, basically, there are three companies involved in this oil spill in Florida. Uh, you got BP, you got Transocean, you got Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Halliburton, the well-traveled, you know, Dick Cheney affiliate, what have you. Right. Basically, Halliburton was their job for this this oil oil rig was to put the cement down and plug the hole, uh, plug the hole because they were done with this rig. I just am wondering why the hell did they plug the hole? that exploded, why were they plugging the hole when there were still thousands upon thousands of gallons down there? It doesn't make any sense to me. The entire thing stinks like fucking old fish. It's ridiculous. It stinks. And I just... I don't don't even see the government looking up in arms over this. 
Oh, it's, and it's like completely washed up. Like, it's it's completely off. The, like it was a big deal down here. People were flipping out, you know, a couple weeks ago. And it's kind of and now it's on the back burner. Nothing's really happening down here. And it's just fishy as hell to me. There, there's no information about exactly the details of what happened in this explosion. You know, there's obviously no no one I guess survived. You know, uh, but there's just uh, there's no news coverage. It shows a little bit of the you know the explosion, the fire. It's just it's so odd to me. It's in that when I found out yesterday. That Halliburton had their hands in this, I was—I had chills down my spine. I mean, it's—it's it's it's absolutely incredible. Um, and they got to hold on to that footage of the uh, what was going on underwater for weeks before they had to even show it to anybody. I mean, it's, it's fuck crazy. the footage. Just plug the fucking hole, motherfuckers. Plug the hole. You had a job to do. Plug it. Ah, it's fucking crazy. This whole fucking thing. They should send more animal hair down there. Stop that shit up. I don't know if you can't, you were high in before the show today, Hicks. What's the big deal if I was? You know what? I'm telling. I'm gonna have a talk with your father. He's not around. Oh, jeez. He, he died, Ron. Well, then I have her mother come in. She's dead too. Orphan, really. Well, they're the lucky ones. They did not see how you turned out. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show, and we're on uh, uh, one day before the big search, search, hurry up and search. You can uh, win uh, big prizes tomorrow. Why don't you let us know what some of those prizes are? Uh, be sure you're following at 202 Friends so that you can win when you play along on Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. Prizes like a signed baseball from Yankee great Dave Winfield. Also, we have uh, Tell All, the new book signed by author Chuck Polinick. And a DVD from the Gorillas Live in Manchester signed by Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett. Those are some of the prizes on the line tomorrow with Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search on the Ron and Fez Show. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. So make sure you're signed up to 202 Friends tomorrow. Going to be a lot of fun. Always uh, fun to see this. By the way, the unmask that we uh, did yesterday with uh, Colin Quinn, I think we'd be crazy not to run that on the on the Rana Fez show at some point because everybody, of course, loves uh, Colin's uh, appearances on the ONA show, and he's extremely funny guy. But you will hear a side of him. I th- I think that unless you know him, you might not be that aware of. Uh, really, really thoughtful. At the same time, extremely funny. But a really, really smart guy, a really brilliant fucking guy. And it was just a pleasure to sit there and uh, listen to some of these stories for an hour yesterday. I, I know all the folks who came out were telling me that uh, they had an amazing time and it was really a lot of fucking fun, as well as incredibly insightful. If you've been uh, a fan of Collins uh, for a, a couple of decades that he's been doing his art and also... You know, and again, not everybody knows this because the way the comics talk to each other on the air, but Colin has this 
almost of a kind of Tyler Durden thing with other comics. You know what I mean? He's almost like this thing of comics that don't want to be uh, hack comics or cheesy comics. They tend to emulate him. And, and some of the reasons will, I think, come out in the Unmasked. When you just hear him talk, there's a, a certain point of integrity that he, that he deals with in stand-up. And, and God knows not everybody does. You know, not everybody has that thing, but I always admire the guys most that are off on their own path. Out of all the things that are interesting, it's the people who are like, uh, find their own way to go. And I thought this was easily one of my favorite on mass, if not the favorite. Really, really a good time. Um, Mikey Boy was there. Did you see what kind of shape he was in, Fuzz? Yeah, uh, not good. What's going on there? I don't know. He's I not well. I w- maybe it's the maybe it's the booze. I don't know. Why bring up that? I mean, uh, we did not have an open bar yesterday. If you put a beard on him, it's Larry Day Morrison for Christ's sakes. Yeah, the, he is. He's with, Paris Morrison with the paunch and the and the and the hair, and then leaving uh, leaving in the. It's not like him. No, said, that's uh, not our Mikey boy. He said he had to throw up. I said <laughs> from what. From what exactly? Some some of the smack or what? <laughs> Don't tell me he's on heroin. I just want to throw it out there that he might be on heroin. All right, that's not what I want to hear. I heard he's speedballing. Oh God, that killed Belushi. Here's the interesting it's thing: it's going to kill Mikey Boy too. I don't want to put this out. Killed Belushi, didn't kill Ronnie B. So, not saying I'll, better. I will. Belushi's a fag. <laughs> I will. I mean, pussy. Sorry. I should have said pussy. Maybe Belushi is someone who can't handle his drugs as well as other people. Uh, I meant pussy. Thank you. Thanks for correcting that. But Mikey boy, he looks like it's time to pull the sheet over his face. I hope not. Because we all adore that guy. But we're not used to seeing him sick at 7 o'clock at night. No, I think the uh, Times already has their obit written for Mikey Boy. Administrator. He, he had the food poisoning, and I'm like, uh, I know. I used to get the food poisoning still. I think he might have dropped his works during the fucking unmasked. I'm not sure. That don't make you a bad person. I get the food poisoning every Friday night slash Saturday morning. Tomorrow night's a big night for you, huh? Tonight. Or tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. Whatever. Um... Yesterday was a big uh, day for Eastside Dave McDonald. He was hacked. His uh, account was hacked. Here's what happened, Fez. In between, we had a little bit of time on our hands uh, yesterday. Well, actually, not a lot of time. I was in a emergency meeting about da- uh, about Dave with one of the bosses. There was some kind of unmasked fucking meeting before the unmasked, which was ridiculous for me. But then, as I'm back and forth here in the studio, I noticed Dave had left his his account up. You left your email account up. Yes, I did. I often uh, go on this computer to look up my email, and yeah. usually someone will close it out or log me off. Um if they know that uh, I've left it open, what they don't do is send out uh, insulting emails to other people. And that happened under to you- the guise of me. Yeah, that happened to you yesterday. Um, and it was very funny 
because I, I know G Baby got an email, Kathleen got oh, an I, email. I have them all written down. Yeah. And uh, it was very frightening to see the Kathleen from the Bronx. I wrote, thanks for bad-mouthing me to Fez. I thought we were friends. Okay. Um, to Sam, my radio partner, thanks for coming in and making an ass out of me on Ron and Fez. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for talking about WWE like a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> Fuck you very nicely. To Pepper, don't think I don't know what you said to run, motherfucker. You just fucked with the redheaded nightmare. Your dick is toast. I'm spreading jam on it. To G-Baby, stop trying to go around me to run. I'm the person who knows movies on the show. If you get an idea, contact me first. Don't screw with the bull unless you want the horns, capiche? Which I kind of like that. Yeah, touch. I like that too. <laughs> and then to Ron, which made me just drizzle with sweat. Ron, you're a cock. Where'd you get off pushing everyone around? Enough's enough already. Come on, ESD. Oh, Dave. And it was that one that I was upstairs on my computer, and I, I saw it. To pe First, Pepper comes running in from the shitter, going, I was trying to take a shit. I just got this email. What the fuck does this mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, what, 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 I'm not bad-mouthing you to Ron. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And then I looked at my sent box, and I saw it to Ron, and I sent Pepper. I go, go downstairs and tell Ronnie that's not me. And I got on the, a the fucking horn with AOL immediately. Yeah. I was freaking the fuck out. And here's my logic, because it's happened to me before where someone's given me a bad email, right. and then someone says, um, I write back, you know, what's this? And they go, oh no, uh, someone hacked quote-unquote my email. Right. And, all this. and I never believe them. I'm like, you know <laughs> what, fuck you. You got drunk or something, and you wrote me uh, you know, an insulting email, and you're, now you're trying to backtrack. But this actually did happen to me, so I was panicked off my ass. I was like, uh, I'm down here in the studio, and Pepper comes screaming in, Dave has been hacked. <laughs> and he screams at me, Dave has been hacked. He's on the phone with AOL right now. Like it's November 22nd, 1963. I was kind of bummed about it because it happened within minutes and completely interrupted Dave's mean email to Axe Girl. Axe Girl. So. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I had to be like, whoa, really? He's taking my hands off the computer. How the fuck did this happen? It was horrible. <laughs> and and, and uh, just the panic that set in. And here's the weird thing. I don't, The timing was brilliant because yesterday morning, someone did hack into my email. Sure they and did. And started uh -huh. spamming. No, they started spamming Viagra fucking shit. So I thought... Oh my god, now this person's turned it personal. It's not about Viagra anymore. It's about sending it out to people on my contacts list. What's brilliant is every one of those emails sounds like something you'd say. Uh, yeah, well, you keep it vague enough so uh, it's not a threat, so yeah. it doesn't get too far away. You know, you, ne you never want to have, like... This is this isn't something Dave would say, but well, it's funny because G Baby bought Hook Line Sinker. Mm -hmm. He was upset. <laughs> Kathleen did as well. Sam didn't really buy it, then but they everyone must, else did. Pepper bought it too. They must have been fucking right there at that second because you were on it within minutes. But I didn't respond to them. I was so panicked about the email that you sent to yourself under my email uh -huh. that I got on the horn to AOL. Well, that was that was my uh, fucking brilliant idea to cover my own tracks. <laughs> that I could be one of these screaming horde rather than one of the people laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, but I had no plans on sending one to Fez. <laughs> I was just going to leave that alone. So I'd be like, you think it's one of Fez's guys? But I didn't want you bothering AOL. You were fucking 
freaking out. Yeah, no, I went totally insane because I thought someone was writing all this shit, and then they would go, they were going to be going through my contacts, emailing my mom. You yeah. know, my mom's in there and shit. <laughs> you do have a ton of people. Yeah, so uh, that was one of the absolute scariest moments of the like the past year. I cannot tell you the horror and the the the, the <laughs> frazzlement right. of Pepper coming back. Pepper, tell him, and then him calling me and just oh my god! I was yelling at interns who were trying to talk to me yeah. about banners or something. It was awful. I'm glad it's. Uh, I found out that it was you. But please, you only found that because I told you. Yeah, please, <laughs> it could happen today. The way you are, you're reckless. Please don't do that again. That that was. That made the pericarditis come back. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why am I wor wor working in a fucking cardiac ward? No, it was great. It was a great joke. But it, it, did, it truly did scare me shitless. If that's well, the reaction you wanted, you got yeah, it. But it was really funny. Like, even after I called you, because and I, uh, I just said call him on Hicks phone, you answered it with, what? I'm on with AOL. It was and I'm like... Uh, I forgot. I somehow fucking broke it to you. But you still didn't even seem like you were calming down. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm really mad I didn't get my Axe Girl email out. I would have fucking loved that. Well, she'd have been like, what? I haven't heard from him so long. And now this shit? I wasn't, uh, I was, I, I, yeah, I wasn't calming down because, like, the uh, Viagra spam had gone out from my AOL account that morning. So I'm like, the same guy's doing it now again. And I was supposed to change my password that morning, but I didn't have enough time to. So it was just a crazy day of someone actually did fucking, as I call it, Earl Douglas, my AOL. Right, because you used to do that to Earl. Yeah, and uh, someone actually did do that in the morning, and now they're doing it again in the afternoon. Only this time they're sending individual emails rather than spam. But that's why this you can't trust the uh, emails anymore now. I'm, I'm done with the, with the fucking email system. After today, I'll never trust it again. What are you going to do? Carrier pigeon? Um, no, I'm saying I'll use it, but I'm never going to say, okay, this is definitely from this person. I'm going to look twice at every email from now on. And the ones you send out, just to write, this may be from me, or it may not be. <laughs> well, I have to do what I have to do. But this is a broken system, you know. I mean, it's... it's. You left your fucking email <laughs> open. It's like leaving your checkbook here. It's your timed out. For Christ's sakes, AOL. I mean, I was... I left it open. You guys had come back two hours later. How is my AOL still open? Good point. Jesus, Mary Josephina. What, what's the Josephina? I've never even heard that. That's just something you say. I mean, you know... I've never heard that. Well, we used to say it in my household. Well, who's Josephina? I don't know. There's got to be someone named Josephina in the yeah, Bible. Yeah, but nothing to do with fucking Jesus. No, Jesus, Mary, Josephina. It's Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. There's no Jesus, Mary, Josephina. That's what my parents would say, I think, so I adopted it. So it's Joseph's name they changed. They yeah. Try not to take that one in vain. <sighs> that was a rough, 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 rough uh, afternoon. Hmm. I'm not sure if I would have said, um, your dick is toast, I'm spraying jam on it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, they, you know, they don't have to be fucking right. It's just fucking fun. Yeah. But, I, you know, I didn't want to fucking, you know, make actual threats. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to end up later with the cops going, no, I don't know why they killed Dave. <laughs> Believe me, I stopped the Fred Brooklyn thing as soon as I thought of it. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you. <laughs> but wanna, if, you know... Don't want to do that. And then fucking uh, Hicks actually screamed at me. Luckily, the guy's too stupid to fucking delete his sense. <laughs> like, he's suddenly acting like the plague. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> he's not an elite. Who's ever doing this is not an elite. Yeah, but how would we even still find out? It came from my AO, from Dude, my email. We're samurai, okay? We we're, we don't fucking have any nations about mm -hmm. us. Okay. Hack the planet. Hack the planet, motherfucker. All right. Hack the planet. They're trashing... Our rights, trashing. First of all, that whole thing of they're trashing our rights. So I'll go to the trash can. Do you know how many fucking trash cans are in that train station? Serial killer knows what he's doing. He was the worst of them all. <laughs> that guy's a great actor. And just because like you're a fucking geek, does that also mean that you're effeminate? Because they were all very effeminate. Oh yeah, very strange. And they wore the clothes they wore with it mesh. A lot of mesh fucking tops in the early 90 hacking community. It seemed like it was like an 80s fucking house fucking thing that they were into for some reason. <laughs> That's Lord Nikon. Fashion really didn't change. Like, if you look at Empire Records, they were still dressed like they were in the 80s to me. Where were they, 95? Around there, 94 maybe. Well, you know, fucking styles don't stop exactly on the fucking zeros. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like four years into the 90s, and you're like, come on, what is this? She, people don't dress like this at all. With the haircut, the, a bowl haircut does not exist in, the, in 1994. You're fucking, you're furious <laughs> about uh, this tiny little fucking well, thing. The movie's always on. I always have to watch it. And I'm like, come, you know, n n these don't look like people. Don't look like anyone that I knew in 1994. Then you were right in the middle of it all. You oh, were yeah. fucking right with 90s guns. I was there. I saw but it go down. I uh, That was my decade, <laughs> okay? I mean, I didn't see it go down, but I watched Kurt Loder tell me about it going down. I still see Kurt Loder around. Is he still with MTV? <laughs> I think so. I see him at uh, film screenings all the time. I think him and John Norris, though that weird little freak. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of a like a scary Eddie Munster type look about him. He uh, he's still around too. Every once in a while, they both thought they were going to be Joel Stein uh, before <laughs> there was a Joel Stein. They thought that they were going to be involved in everything. I think Kurt Loader has a good reputation as being a rock journalist. He just well, he started in like Cream or something, right? Yeah. He's like, but here's the thing. Him and Cameron Crowe were like the same class, <laughs> and then for some reason he was able to keep hanging around MTV. Yeah. But is he still on MTV's payroll? Because I know he was a couple years ago. Yeah, I he think might be he's... like on the programming. Yeah, side. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't think that he does um, a lot of on-air work. But I'm pretty sure he still works for he's them. He's behind the scenes. Yes. Well, who's he reviewing movies for? Well, he was a more of the rock guy. Their their movie guy was that Chris Connolly dude, who then went on to other shows. But I'm telling you now, I see him at fucking film wow. screenings all the time. That's weird, then. I guess he then, because Chris Connolly moved on, I guess Kurt Loader had to do it. I don't know. I don't think anybody's doing it over there. I think <laughs> somehow he's still getting the tchotchkes. They hear MTV. Sure. But they're confused. All right. We got to take a break here. When we get back, we're going to talk about the first lady. Uh, she's uh, Laura Bush. The I guess that's the old first lady. The ex-first lady. Um, had some very interesting things to say about abortion and gay marriage. We'll pick that up. It's the Ron Fez Show. 
Bush's presidency has been a success because he hasn't let us down at all. Is everything we thought it was gonna be and worse. It's like a horror movie that, man, that really scared me. This is how he dealt with, with catastrophes, like, you know, the fires in LA, he was still the next day. White people burning, he's there, quick. Black people drowning, no time. He was in California so fast, he was helping them out. He was putting out fires with Katrina water. He was pouring Katrina water on the fire. Ron Show. That was uh, Chris Rock talking about President Bush. Here's an interesting story. Apparently, uh, Laura Bush did Larry King Live the other night. And she spoke out about gay marriage and abortion. Two things that... Uh, I would have bet cash money I know exactly where she stood. And that would have been of the same opinion of her party and her husband. Um, but apparently she's got some secrets of her own on gay marriage. There are a lot of people who have trouble coming to terms with gay marriage because they see marriage as traditionally between a man and a woman. When couples are committed to each other and love each other... They ought to have, I think, the same sort of rights that everyone else has. She also mentioned she believes the legalization of gay marriage is forthcoming. Very surprising, this. Very surprising. On the, on the issue of abortion, she said it should remain legal. Because I think it's important for medical reasons and other reasons. Which are the two reasons that a woman would choose to have uh, an abortion, either a medical reason or another. Uh, stunning. Stunning to hear that. I'm shocked by this, and I wish Laura, thanks for nothing, would have said something a little bit sooner on this. Well, what do you mean, thanks for nothing? Well, it's, you know, she could have said something when she was in a little bit more of a bully pulpit there as first lady. And what makes you think that she never did? Well, this is the first we're hearing about it. Well, she hasn't said it to the public, but what makes you uh, think that she never talked to her husband about it? It makes... Uh, to me, it's... Now, here's my point. Is this a change of opinion, you think? Or has she felt this way all along? I'll go to your side, Dave. Dave, um, where do you think Laura Bush has been all this time on these issues? I think that uh, she's just doing this now that she's out of office. She's trying to uh, be everyone's pal, and it's a very convenient way. I don't think that uh, she had these feelings when she was in the White House. I'm not even sure if she has these feelings right now. I think that she's she realizes we, we have a Democrat in the White House. I want to be. I want to go along. I want to change. I want to get uh, our legacy back on the the right track, the friendly track. So she's kind of playing a role right now. So you don't think she was ever even now. Approving of gay marriage or abortion? I don't think she is approving of gay marriage right now, and I certainly don't think she wants she is approving of abortion. Well, uh, and I'll bring it out to people because this happens occasionally. 
where you'll hear somebody say something that kind of stuns you because you think you know where everybody stands. Um, but I, I point this out to the people listening to the program, and you're, you you can call 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I am telling you, these people at the top are not that different from each other. I think they're different from the rest of us, whether it's the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas, the McCains. They're different from us, but they're not that different from each other. Um, I think it's uh, a really fucking interesting uh, point that at the top, there it was. Now, you would have preferred that she went out and spoke on this in public. Yeah, because at the, I mean, at the time, President Bush was talking about uh, changing the Constitution. Right. To ban gay, you know, to make sure that marriage stayed a man and a woman. But so you would have liked his wife to came out and made a statement against him? Yes, I would have. Don't you see that as a little bit insane? Well, I can I, I understand the politics part of it, but no, if it's I mean going... not, not even just politics. Where would the sense of that be? Why wouldn't she just say it to him um, at the dinner table? I mean, obviously they uh, disagree on this issue. feel like it's hard to believe i i can't feel that you know you would be married to this guy for eight years and but i i do want to i i do want to point this out the people who vote mainly on church beliefs you are never being served period period nobody no matter what they say uh, puts up some fucking kind of bill to get the Ten Commandments in school, which seems to be one of the Holy Trinity there. The fucking anti-gay marriage stuff. Generally, these people are well-read, so they're, they're not that afraid of gays as you are in the church. And then, two, the abortion thing, they just don't have any major feelings about it. If you're voting on those three issues, you're not going to get it. Just the same as if you're a fucking liberal and you're voting on bringing the, the troops home. It's never going to fucking happen. Ever. Obama did not rush to bring the fucking troops home. Clinton had no trouble shooting fucking uh, missiles. Johnson had no trouble rolling in the fucking Vietnam. It's the same stuff with the people at the top. They're not that fucking different from each other. They just They're know just how different to, from you. And they, they, they know how to lie better. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Mike in Ohio, Yarmouth Fez. Yeah, hey, guys. Laura Bush was a Democrat before she, uh, she met George Bush. Mm -hmm. And I think it was pretty widely known that she was pro-choice. And also, interestingly enough, his mother, Barbara Bush, was also pro-choice. Um... Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that any woman wouldn't be fucking pro-choice. No matter what they say a lot of times. And this is the other thing. I don't think, and this is why people get fucked up with the red state, blue state stuff. I think people say stuff when they're in their pe with their peers that they may not necessarily uh, agree. Just like a lot of liberals are very fucking pro-law and order when they're at their own house. They'd rather some fucking cop 
fucking smack the kid with a fucking in the head than have that fucking kid run, go fucking run through a yard taking their shit. No matter how liberal they get sometimes. They still want to be fucking safe. Period. I wonder now if, if the president felt this way. I believe Laura Bush. I think she's always felt this way. And now I wonder if the president felt this way because he needed to get, re to get elected and reelected inside his party. It's what I just said. Literally, on both sides, these fucking people will keep coming back and saying the dog shit to you. They don't necessarily feel that way, though. They also know how the public sentiment is whenever. That's like the politician's job. Mm -hmm. So if there are liberals who are in the White House, have control of the Congress, this is why I believe right now she's kind of faking, because she knows the public sentiment is leaning a little bit to the left. So I will, too, right now. And then when a, white, uh, a Republican gets in the White House eight years or four years from now, she'll go back. Mm. Um, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, it's, it's everybody's pro-life until they knock up or get knocked up by somebody they don't want to be connected with for the rest of their life. Not only that, but if it happens to your niece, your sister, your daughter, then suddenly you're like, well, that kid needs to make their own fucking choice. Then you're fucking completely pro-choice. It's all fucking bullshit. It is. And it, it's, I mean, it's such a cliche to say politicians don't tell the truth, but you can't trust, they're, they are professional actors. I mean, that's their job. I can't believe she would, you know, would have gotten involved romantically with someone whose ideas are so radical from her. Power. Why? Power. Don't forget that, but why not? You could not fall in love with somebody that you didn't agree with on 100% of things? It doesn't have to be 100%, but like I said, he was trying to get the, uh, he was trying to stop this through the Constitution. Stop How, what? Uh, to make sure that gay marriage never happens. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I couldn't be with somebody who campaigned so vehemently for if, something I didn't agree with. What if they believed in it, though? Have you never changed one of your beliefs? Yeah, I've changed my beliefs, yes. So what makes you think that that happens in one minute or by one sentence? That's my other fucking thing, is that we think we have this constant disagreement with people, and then it comes around. At one fucking point of the country, we had people who honestly believe black kids and white kids couldn't be in the same fucking school. Catholics and Jews getting married. Yeah. I mean, what? So, why are those people suddenly the fucking enemy? Just like the people who disagree with the folks in New Mexico or Arizona, I meant, and now, like, constantly, like, let's not ever go there. That's not the way to fucking change people. That's the way to make a fucking enemy for yourself. That's certainly not the way to fucking get people to open up. It's just to hardcore them more. You're acting like his wife should have fucking divorced him because she disagreed with him. Yeah, I mean, it's if you were involved with someone who was so adamantly, basically despising a group of people, I couldn't be with someone like that. He never said he despised a group of people. He just didn't believe that that fucking marriage should have taken place. There's a lot of people about that. Do you honestly think that everybody who's anti-gay marriage hates gays? No, I don't think so. All right, so why would you think that Bush does? 
because it's he was what he was the one leading the charge to stop this. Um, I don't think he was ever leading a charge. He's fucking answering to the people who put him in office. But again, I don't even think that's with hate. I think they have a fucking disagreement on marriage. And on the side, uh, and I'm on the side of you. And so is history. Gay people are going to get fucking married in this country. Mm-hmm. But why make enemies on the fucking way there? Why fucking make people feel like, oh, because I express my opinion, now no one's buying my fucking t-shirts or whatever. It's just the opposite of having open debates about stuff. And it's also the opposite about turning people around. It starts to get the fucking insanity in this country. Yeah. Uh, but I don't understand why you would think that two people who had different beliefs uh, couldn't fall in love and be together and be compatible. Some of the fucking most fun you could have doing with people is disagreeing about social issues and talking about it. And sometimes your your own mind might take 15 conversations to change. Maybe 30. Maybe it only changes a little. These just seem like such strong issues to me, both the abortion and the gay marriage. That but the, the, the issues have always been there. Right, but it's if, if she's so strong about a woman's choice and her husband feels that way about women, that they shouldn't have a choice, I have trouble seeing how she falls in love with them. She's on, for a, she's on the winning side. And B, um, apparently it's not big enough for either one of them not to fall asleep at night. Right, so maybe she doesn't care as much as she's saying now. Or maybe he doesn't care as much as he's saying. What's the difference? Yeah, neither. That we can't believe either one of them. No, what I was saying is you can have an opinion, but it might not be at a fucking 10. It might be at a 3, which I think most of our opinions normally are. Yeah. I mean, people are bringing up this Supreme Court fucking justice. Quite frankly, I don't know what the hell happens there. A lot of that shit's above my pay scale, but I have seen... Every single time that a Supreme Court justice get put up by a Republican president or a Democrat president, you read something or hear from someone that our life is going to change forever. And, and it doesn't. It just fucking doesn't. Um, let's go over here to uh, Joe. Joe, you're on Hey, buddy. What's going on? Yeah. Friends, look here. Ron's prime example of what he's trying to get at. Look at James Carville and his wife Mary Magdalene. It don't get no two opposites than them. And they've been happily married forever. And quite frankly, I think that's because it's all a fun game to them. They might not feel about these things the way you do. Uh-huh. Social issues do change. But I can you think of one fucking social issue that ever changed overnight? No. No, there's none. Why it's civil then, rights or whatever. Why would you expect, like, say, the gay marriage thing to change overnight? We talked about this when you used to cry about it, get upset. What made you think people's minds would change overnight? It just, uh, it was, I thought people could just see past, from past things, like you mentioned with blacks and whites marrying. That How people, long did that take? It took a long take time. It took a fucking generation. Yeah. What about you with your gay marriage thing? If I would ask you that question ten years before, I I would have. I'm sure I would have been against it. Should I have then screamed at you and said we can't be friends 
We can't do a show together? No. Why no. not? Why not when you detested fucking gay people? It's the same fucking thing. You you had that fucking thing, but you hadn't basically, you weren't fucking married to it. Um, here's, uh, let's go over here to uh, Gary. Gary, you're on the Run Fest show. Uh, hey, buddies, uh, just like that last caller, I mean, just because you get married doesn't mean you have to have the same beliefs. Look at Schwarzenegger and Schreiber. Damn, uh, Schwarzenegger married a Kennedy. Right. You can't get no extreme than that. He's also a Republican who says quite a few what would be considered anti-Republican statements. And yet he's able to be in that party. Rudy Giuliani is in the Republican Party. He comes out pro-abortion, uh, pro-gay rights. When he showed up at the convention, did people boom? No. No. How come? I guess because they, they uh, agreed with him on other beliefs. Everybody's going to agree on everything 100%. Anyway, we'll move on from here. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. This is big news for you, Davey Mac. Star Magazine says the casting director of the reality show uh, Jersey Shore says the entire cast is going to be replaced for the third season. Uh, and this is kind of interesting here. They haven't even run their second season. Hey, what are you doing, MTV? What are you doing? You had it. You had the best thing you had since the Osbournes in a decade. And you fucked it up. You took the kids out of Jersey and you put them in Miami. And now you're saying, hey, we're going to get rid of these new people. So why even bother watching season number two? And furthermore, the whole point of Jersey Shore is it takes place in New Jersey. It wasn't just the immediate cast that was great. It was all these fucking peripheral riffraffs, the ugly chicks, the guys who got in fights with them. That's what made the goddamn show. Now you're going to have fucking people too cool for That's school in Miami. Come on, fucking MTV. You fucked us. You fucked us. I feel like fucking... I feel like Dick Lebowski right now. You fucked us, Walter. Here's what I think happened, Dave. That these fucking animals acted so crazy this fucking year that they uh, that MTV had to say to themselves, you honestly don't think that we can find a couple more fucking spaghetti lovers to move in here next year? You can, but the popularity will not be as big. Pure and simple. It's that easy. There's no way you're going to have the same ratings and the same fucking... It's Jersey Shore everywhere. Tonight Show, Letterman. You're not going to have that with this second cast. You'll have a couple spots on The View. Something like that. But you're not going to have every late night talk show and newscast having these kids. When's the uh, Jersey Shore come back? Late July. And they're just... It, I feel like they pissed all over Davy Mac. Quite frankly, Davy Mac was a big supporter of the Jersey Shore. Was happy that New Jersey was getting repped. And they put him in Miami, and it didn't make any sense. They rushed it, and they did... Why don't you go back to the other thing that you're proud of in Jersey, Teen Aquaforce. <laughs> uh, yeah, you still have them. I they do. haven't left. I do have them. But, you know, I, 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 I put myself on the carpet for these people. And, and, and the whole thing is... Let me switch that to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I knew what I you get, meant. I get that I fucking, I'm, I'm in a hurry. I knew what you meant, so it doesn't matter. But I guess what? When it comes to ATHF, 
I really haven't seen anything other than the French fry screaming at the milkshake one day, and I'm like, I, I don't know if I can watch this. I'm an adult man. It's not like they didn't have a model to go on. It, they had other reality shows that worked, like the Osbournes, like shows. You just do it the same in season two. Maybe season three, you make a, you add a couple new cast members, but you don't. You have the model. You have the goddamn model that worked for you. You know what my favorite is? I think though, the new cast from next year. <laughs> so I love that. those kids. They suck. You got Pookums. <laughs> you got uh, uh, Tony Meats. He's gonna be great. You got Brujol. Brujol is fucking hysterical. Hey, I'm gonna fuck everybody in this beach much better than the Sidiwaji. Sidiwaji's old news. It's time for the conversation. Dangin. <laughs> they call me Dangin. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be a poor man version of the other one. Uh, um, here's the thing, Dave. You out? You're fucking ten years older than these people. I think you gotta stop obsessing. <laughs> on. You almost well. Me and Situation are almost the same age, but yeah, everyone else is younger than me. And Situation, I think, is 40. <laughs> you know, so I, so I, I call everything to Situation. <laughs> as soon as you're known for, like, a hook saying before anything else, you're fucked. Yeah, the Situation might as well be Joe Pepitone at this point. I just wish that I wrote a reality TV show so that I could write MTV tells them, you're fired. Try to uh, put the whole thing together. Everybody acts like they know what's good for business. Last week, Fez told us, oh, uh, American Idol, you never should have fired uh, Paula because their ratings were down one week. Now their ratings are right back up after one week. Wasn't Paula? Seemed to be Frank Sinatra songs. Right. Seems to be Frank Sinatra songs that slowed things down. It is all about the themes. That's what I said. My biggest complaint this year for Idol has been the themes. Just mm. way too slow. Uh, uh, you know, R&B, then fucking inspirational music. This is bad news. Uh, next week on American Idol, you get to go back to your hometown. And Big Mike was going to be going to Astoria. Uh, and probably be a party with just Mikey D and, of course, uh, Hicks. Not going to happen. Aw. He was voted he was voted out. That's you don't get bullshit. the parade. He, well his parade was gonna be he was gonna fucking ride the F train and just look <laughs> out the window when they were on the elevator part. Just in time for that Greek Easter, huh? The way they delay that thing so much. La this year, uh, Greek Easter and Easter were both Easter. Oh, they were? Yeah, I don't know what happened. When I was living there, I was like, what the fuck are they doing? I saw all these people with palms and shit. Uh, and they were like, it's Greek we Easter. They what the did. fuck? So you guys just make your own, God, your, your own rules? Apparently, Greek Easter used to be Easter, and then we all started, you know, breaking off. But uh, I guess the Greeks were the first ones to write up the Bible. I didn't know that. That's interesting to me. I thought it would be like a, some kind of guy from Israel or something. Uh, I don't know. I think that it, at the point that they did it, Greek was the thing of education. Educated people wrote in Greek and business. That was like the international language. Yeah, they had all those, uh, those you know, philosophers. You know what the international language is now, Dave? Love. Love is the international language. See, I was going to say French. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You got to think a little more. Okay. Uh, it is the Ron and Fez show. Um, this is a, a fucking strange story. Almost 11 years after her death, Dana Plato's son, Tyler Lambert, 
committed suicide at the age of uh, 25. Uh, this actually had me thinking. Is there a depression gene? Do depressed people have depressed kids? Or is it almost like um, when you have a parent kill yourself, in the back of your mind, you're like, well, that's always an option. That option is now there. Uh, Dave, you've tried to kill yourself, right? Yes, I threw myself down the stairs when I was 14, and then when I was 19, I took a lot of, uh, I took four or five Ritalins and chased it with half a can of beer. So I was pretty hardcore. Do you worry you've, you've passed on the depression gene to your ch children? <laughs> no, I, I don't believe in the depression gene, I have to admit. I, I do think it's, you know, you, 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 you can make the difference yourself with your own mental state. Do you think that uh, alcoholism runs in families? Yes. But I do believe that that's more of a physical trait than a uh, mental state. And, and I think that I feel personally you can overcome depression just with uh, strength of mind. I know that there was no one who suffered depression in my family, so there was no reason for me to be sad. How do you know, nobody? You, you go back how many generations? I can, I'm familiar with my great-grandparents. So your great-grandparents. So that's only three fucking generations yeah. when you think about it. It's really odd how most of us just scratch scratching our own family history and then we're like whatever <laughs> you know i don't know where's your family from chester i think i don't know i i, I know up to like the 1880s cause that's when they came over to uh to america and then that's i'm pretty much done with that they came over to america in 1880 because there was no potatoes in ireland <laughs> could we plant this please we're starving how about eating a tomato or something choose uh, some other kind of food Lady Trucker has an opinion on the depression gene. Go ahead, Lady Trucker. Yes, I think there's a depression gene. I had an uh, uncle and a cousin in the uh, state psych ward, and out of six kids in my family, half of us are medicated for depression. So you do think that it just runs in families as well? Yes, sir. And now you don't think that's more of, it's just kind of, you see that people do that, or... It just kind of is something like the family does. You think that even if those people were taken away from that family, they still would have hit the depression. Even if you take them away, they'd still get the depression. I mean, all the kids in my family, we keep our eye out on each other and ourselves to make sure that when we do get depressed, it doesn't go overboard to, you know, or we'd actually kill ourselves. All right. And uh, I also do have a Nissan uh, that's medicated, too, so that's for generations. I I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for calling, uh, Dave. If you knew you had the depression gene, would that make you think twice about having kids? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't uh, want to have children to pass that down. But I don't feel like that exists. So I had the two kids. Do you think you have the alcohol gene? Uh, more than likely. Mm. Uh, here's Matt. Matt in Denver. You're running first. Hey boys. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny you think about the depression gene, but my uh, current wife's uh, husband committed suicide i adopted her kids and now i'm married to her and i i never thought about suicide before until i was married to her so you think that she gene. may be the gene she might be she's the, the fucking carrier see i I'll think that's I'll the thing gene. i think it comes down to it but i also do think like if your fucking dad is uh is a fucking gangbanger you could also be like well yeah we're gangbanging people you know what i mean that's the kind of people we are. 
I don't know if it's a fucking gene that runs around like that. Though. I agree. Here's Steve in Baltimore. You're on Run Fez. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Uh, I just wanted to uh, let Dave know he was uh, kind of kind of right, kind of wrong when he was talking about alcoholism being uh, physical and depression being more of a mental state. And he's kind of acting like the brain is not a physical thing. Yeah, but thoughts uh, aren't physical. Alcohol, it's a physical reaction to it. Yeah, no, you're right, but think about this. If you're depressed, you know they say that um, exercise uh, helps with depression, right? It, it's, it's all different ways that you can affect your, uh, your brain's chemistry by physical things. Like uh, alcohol has an adverse effect, exercise has a, a positive effect, things that you eat. But here's the thing, you, you would be shocked if you know how many people drink just to self-medicate. That when a lot of people, uh, when you deal with alcoholism, as soon as you get sober, you start to have these fucking feelings that you never really have dealt with before other than drinking. Hmm. So then, like, people who, like, they'll give up their alcoholism, uh, the alcohol, and they're like this. Hey, I didn't, uh, weddings seem kind of, kind of weird. I get a little fucking jittery and nervous. Yeah, you always used to, except for you're like, well, I'm just going to slam beers and make the best out of this. Now suddenly you have to deal with stuff. Um, here is, uh, Chris. Chris in Ohio, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going? Good. Um, I studied psychology in college, and, um, there was a big debate about this. Uh, um, Evidently, depression is almost always a product of your environment. And uh, there were studies done with uh, identical twins um, raised in different in different parts of the country, mm-hmm. um, of adoption or whatever. And even though they were genetically identical, um, one was still able to develop a depressive-like state, and the other one was just fine. Well, I mean, so, it, but what is it about the fucking environment or else because why do we have people that are super fucking successful and incredibly depressed it's it's just a matter of um what you experience how you're raised um, yeah uh, i mean but I mean, but i i could show you two people in the same fucking environment one is a glasses half full person the other is a glasses half empty person and in terms of being funny uh, which is something everybody wishes they have. You would fucking, if you listen to the Unmasked series, and we've done like 36 hours, you can't believe how many funny people just aren't satisfied, no matter what happened to them in their life. So many of them that the rest of the people would think of as these incredible blessings, they'd be like, yeah, but that eventually ran out. <laughs> you know, right. Like there is... Something that fucking deals with that. And I don't know if it's a fucking gene. See, I don't think it's a gene. We, You had Mariel Hemingway in, and if there's anyone who would have had a gene, it would have been her with all you know for the unfortunate tragedies that have gone in her life. But, but he, he, go ahead. Let him finish his point. Well, but the point is that she put herself in a position to succeed, overcome that. If it was genetic, she would be doing the same thing. Well, first of all, all right. She's a perfect fucking case uh, because, of course, her grandfather died. I think didn't her dad die young? Yes. Depression. Sister killed herself. But she is like getting up every day, doing yoga, not eating sugar, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she has to fucking work hard not to slide into it. 
there's a lot of people who's just like, I'm born with this. There's nothing I can do. I'm trying, but it's not work. She busts her fucking ass. She puts in all that time every day to say, I'm not fucking sliding down. I'm going to fucking dig my fingers in. But that's why I think that it is about strength of mind rather than genetic. If someone, you know, if people get Parkinson's that's genetic, you're going to get Parkinson's. Right. Whether you want to or not. But she said, no, this isn't going to affect me. But she said she was concerned about it, that it's there, that she would be worried that it's in her as well. I think she's actually working too hard at it. When I see her, like... I almost see her as out of balance. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, but probably in the good way. But you can't just be constantly, you know, as peppy and as, yeah. I mean, as just good. like oh, I got it together. I mean, right. don't meet those people. <laughs> and like, I know people like that. Again, not to take it back to alcoholism, but I know people that just get up every day and it's just like their only focus. I'm not going to have a drink. I'm going to do this. It's better than having a drink. You know, they're working really fucking hard. Not to be. Hmm. There's a lot of people who refuse to work really fucking hard. You know, there's some people, they have a stroke and they're like, this is fucking bad luck, but I am busting my ass to go back where I, I was before. Other people had a stroke and they say, this is bad luck. What was me? My life sucks. I can't believe. And they just go in that fucking direction. Um, I think it's genetic, just uh, just from looking at my own family. I know my grandfather was depressed and tried to kill himself. My dad had an uncle who did kill himself. My dad has gone through those dark times where we've found suicidal notes. But what does that get you even to know that? You still have to do the same fucking shit to get out of it. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And do you think that's what your family has? Or is that somewhat of the hum human fucking condition? Do you think that you can go through families and not run into fucking dark people? That I don't have an uncle who did this, or I, I don't have a fucking grandmother who did that? I think it's part of the human fucking condition. I mean, one of the things about genetics is so people could say, well, it's not my fucking fault. You know, I so mean, what? I mean, with my grandfather, who was a minister, I mean, that's a guy who did, who really, really believed suicide was a sin and, you know, um, and against God's will. And yet was still, you know, willing. How do you know what his faith was? How do you know what his actual faith was? Right, I don't know his actual faith, but I just know from, you know, what he preached. But he, what he worked at. Yeah, I, I don't know. And the fact that people can overcome it, to me, means, there you go. You can overcome it. It's not genetic. Um, let's go over here to uh, Graham. Graham, you're on my face. Hey, how's it going? Um, mm -hmm. I was going to say, I, I don't believe in depression. I think that's uh, it's more a matter of perspective. Uh, but I, also, I think that uh, depression is kind of a... Uh, an affliction of, like, affluent societies. I don't think people in poor societies get depressed. I, I can see how they would be, like, unhappy if they're starving and shit. But it seems like depression is just people dwelling on shit that's not even going on anymore. You know what I mean? Somebody might get bummed out about an event and just keep dwelling on it. But they can afford to because their life is easy enough that they can, whereas other people are struggling, so they got to move on shit. 
Uh, here is uh, David Phoenix. He's a clinical psychologist. How are you, David? Good. How are you guys? Good, pal. Uh, it is absolutely, uh, there is a genetic link mm-hmm. for um, most disorders that doesn't mean that you have that's your destiny but it does make it far more likely that you're going to get when you do get depressed you're going to get a lot more depressed and have a lot more difficult of a time getting out of it all right so um all of us have some kind of either anxiety or depression uh genes that affect us right right and some well, people it means get that you just have a, a genetic predisposition or tendency uh-huh and like if you came to somebody uh let's say somebody came to see you and i said the stuff as that my grandfather had this my uncle had it my mom would get blue so what do you do with that what good does that information do you well it gives you it gives you a clue as to you know by if your your child by adolescence is starting to show those signs of depression, uh-huh. um, you know it gives you a pretty good idea that they're at risk. Um, what you guys were talking about with um, the suicidal piece, um, a parent committing suicide dramatically ups the risk of one of their kids attempting or committing suicide. But is that from genetics or just the fact that now suicide has been released into your consciousness? Uh, in all likelihood, both. Yeah. And I think that's why people are saying, well, it's uh, your environment or it's your genes. Um, it's a mixture of both. Mm. And by the way, Dave, the uh, alcoholism uh, link is most likely ADD. I never even heard that before, ever. Yeah. Uh, the, genes, the genes that, and, and ADD is absolutely genetic. Um, and the likelihood that it, it gets passed on uh, and you go down the road of addictions is very high. Mm. I was already diagnosed with ADD. I, well, you were taking Ritalin as a kid, right? Yes. So <laughs> I'm supposed to still be taking I, it, but I, I don't I'm telling you, I think if you had a, if you didn't have ADD, it would be very tough to work in serious. I think I, all, right. <laughs> all the bosses here have. Yeah. Three to five minutes for any one problem tops. Right. And I'm not even making that up. No, I believe you. The entire uh, management program runs on what you would call ADD, where they're like, there it is. Thank you. Next problem. Thank you. Next one. Thank you. I, I, I would think that anyone who really took their time with, in problem solving, if you worked in this environment, would get crushed over under a giant stone wheel. That would just run over you. <laughs> um, well, there's, ab- there's absolutely that. Uh, you know, ADD people are attracted to fast-paced, higher-risk jobs. So. so it actually can be useful in some ways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can be much more flexible, think on the fly, um, spontaneous, that kind of stuff. All right. Thanks a lot, my man. Uh, here's uh, Jeff in Colorado. You're on Fez. Hey, Ron, I, uh, I agree with you, disagree with Dave. And, and the, my point is, know you know, someone is. like me or someone like Fez, um, if we're predispositioned to it, we've got to do things to manage it. I think that's why knowing the history is good, because you know you can't just hang out and do what other people do. <clears throat> do. You've got to mentally, I mean, you've got to put some effort into it, and I think that's what's frustrating about listening to Fez and, and you talk about it, is it doesn't seem like he does anything to prepare, to change, to, to make a, a difference every day? Um, well, you know, I'm not going to specify it to Fez, but my point is, 
if you get information, right, and the information only hurts, it doesn't help. What good does that fucking information do you? If the information is people in my fucking family uh, killed themselves, so now I'm going to kill myself, that's not fucking helpful information. You've got to take information and spin it the way it's going to help. At the same time, just because my uncle was an Olympic track fucking uh, sprinter, so I should be. I'm going to go to the Olympics next week, give them the papers to say this is in my bloodline, and then I'm going to, I'm going to run against uh, Bolt. Uh, Kathy and Maine, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron. Kathy yeah. Long time listen. Love you guys. Thanks, Darren. Hey, listen, I'm a psych nurse. I've been for 15 years. Says. And uh, I just, you know, through my experience with patients, many patients with a depression gene, that, you know, there's an issue about the serotonin, and that's, I think, how that is regulated that helps regulate what your depressive levels are scientifically. This guy in Phoenix, he was kind of like a little lame. But anyway, oh, really? um, I definitely think it is part of your environment, but also the serotonin um, has to be there and has to be um, observed or clinically you know, made an impression on. So you need more of that or less of that if you're a depressed person? You have, you, you're having a and it needs to be take. It's like with with Parkinson's and schizophrenia. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that regulates if you have one or the other. Like schizophrenia, there's way too much dopamine. Parkinson's, there's not enough dopamine because that all has to do with extrapyramidal movement. And I know I'm getting too. No, but really, it, it doesn't matter what we do. We just got to pump this right. stuff out at the right exact Yeah, thing. and it is, you know, and like you say, if someone sees their parents getting murdered, holy fuck. I mean, you're, you're, I see the behavioral aspects of all these things, and what happens is, you know, they become part of the system. They learn how to manipulate the system by controlling their behavior a certain way. Right. And therefore, they, you know, and, you know, and it's like, you know, we're paying, we're paying, we're paying for these people, but yet... There are some basis of knowledge or uh, scientific research-based evidence for serotonin and, say, dopamine in the, in the psychiatric illness or the schizophrenic illness. So, uh, one quick question. Should I uh, sure. put a bag over Fez's head, a uh, plastic bag? Oh, my God. I was going to talk about him when I started, but it's not about Fez today. And, okay. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I love him, but, guys, I don't know. I just, hey, when is Ope coming back? Because I haven't been able to get on in the morning. Uh, no? uh, apparently, Opie has a drinking problem, and he hasn't shown up at work all week. And ah, I wasn't sure. When yeah, he's that a drink. He's a heavy drinking problem. You spy with Mikey Boy oh, a few God. hours ago. Right. Is he coming in tomorrow? Is Opie going to come in tomorrow? Nope. All, all right. right. So I drinking week. A- drinking week. Thank you. All right. Hey, love you guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You know what? I want to have a talk with him because. He's got too much going on for him to stay home with a bottle and just sit there and drink like an alcoholic all day. Yeah, I saw in Foursquare he went to the Pig and Whistle last night, oh, did five shots before 11 a.m. That's what I don't like about that Foursquare. It lets everybody know you are where you are. I know. Five shots, too? Mm. Can you start with beer like a gentleman? Uh, Steve, you're on my face. Hey, what's up, buddies? Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, I just wanted to get your opinion. Now, do you believe in like the alcoholism... Or do you think it's just addiction manifesting itself to alcohol? Because it seems like they always replace the alcoholism for the majority of the time with something else like, you know, Jesus or, or anything else that can fit, and they become really addicted to, like, the Bible. So I just well, wanted to know what you thought. Well, you're just saying that it's a, the, 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 are there addictive personalities? 
Is that you think that's it though? Like, do you think alcoholism is a, like a, a good excuse for it, or is it just addiction? Um, well, it's the alcoholism is addiction. There's no real difference, and I think, you know, would you if you're going? Wouldn't you like to have some good addictions? Wouldn't you like to be addicted to some things that are positive? You know, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I guess you could sit around and say. I don't know, you could look at a scientist like Einstein and you'd be like, you're obsessed, dude. You fucking work through the night and you're not calling your friends back. But, you know, his obsession turned out to be something that's fucking helpful. Um, when you look at, you know, I'm going back to the unmasked because of that fucking unmasked I did last night, but had me thinking, there's certain comedians who are Definitely obsessed with their act. Yeah. But it seems to be, you know, working for them. It's something for them to to do. But, you know, they're just sitting, working on it constantly, not thinking about anything else. And, you know, obsession is how people also build corporations in this country. You know, Hugh Hefner, when he started Playboy magazine, never left his house for, for a fucking year. Never left his living room. Just sat there working on it. You could say, well, dude, you're out of balance. Look at you. But turned him into a fucking very successful guy. Bob was Dylan it? was probably obsessed. Well, I think that one might even be a little different. There are people that are, like, career-obsessed. Bob Dylan was just, you know... I know you you want to bring up Dylan every fucking day, too, Dave. No, I don't. But, you know, that whole thing is alcoholism, disease, I don't care. One way or another. What's the difference? You still got to fucking deal with it. I don't know why we, you know, this whole thing of labeling your problem instead of getting rid of it always fucking surprises me. And, you know, it, it goes back, I know, I don't want to make this about Fez like the lady in Maine said, but that whole thing of you go to a psychologist and you just spend all this time of fucking talking about what happened to you when you were between two and six. Whatever. I'd rather fucking feel good. I don't re. This isn't some mystery. I don't know why I felt fucking upset. I don't know why my fucking dad said that or my uncle did that. Whatever. I like to get beyond all that stuff and start feeling good today. Because one thing we learned from Sean Carroll, we can't go back into the past. If we could, I'd go back there with a machete and fuck up some people. Oh my god. And I would be, it would basically look like that new movie, Machete, except for being Machete Time Traveler. <laughs> Thanks, Hicks. That, that would kind of screw up, though, the reality that we'd be living in. But, you know, no, uh, the thing that always gets to me, no one ever talks about their good genes. No one's ever fucking happy for their good stuff. No one ever sits around going, can you believe I have working kidneys? How about my eardrums? I'm 6'1". I think that's a disadvantage. Because you photograph very tall. Even taller. I have great hair. You do fucking have amazing hair. Especially when, at the end of the day, you comb it down like a fucking Indian. And you know what's really funny? I have the feeling he doesn't even wash it. I have a feeling Big Chief doesn't even wash that hair. Once a week, natural oils. That's See, what makes it so shiny, Ronnie B. He's fucking on a weird scene today. 
I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on. He's drunk. He's becoming my go-to guy. He's half drunk. So what? Oh, I don't care. I love it. Um, here's Mark. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ron. How's it going? Good. Hey, listen, you just asked, asked a question. Um, you know, I don't know why we have to label all these things like alcoholism and all these addictions. Well, the reason that you label it, or one of the benefits of labeling it, is that you get federal benefits. If something is declared a disease, alcoholism, yeah. you get federal benefits. You can get Social Security, and that's why, I mean, I don't particularly, I don't really believe alcoholism is a disease. I think it, you know, it fit into the social agenda at the time, and you can get benefits for it. You know, it, it, there's really so much truth to that. And I remember when, like, uh, when people go would go away for like rehabs, they might go away for like three to six months. You wouldn't see them, and then the insurance company has said, "This is crazy." You know, we'll pay for twenty nine days, and then suddenly you saw twenty nine day rehab centers every fucking where. Just like oh, we came up with a twenty nine day fucking cure. It's perfect. And then <laughs> Doctor Drew cut that in half. <laughs> oh, Doctor Drew figured out how you can do it and still get paid to be on TV. <laughs> And get good uh, commercial time out of it. Well, it helps others, I think he says. Oh, I suppose. It helps others at home. That's why um, it's the first rehab where Shifty's allowed to leave, smoke crack, come back, be right part of the group again. Yeah, I guess that does help everyone. Or the first rehab ever where the uh, woman that was assaulted uh, stays there at the same fucking place where the guy assaulted, assaulted her. Sure. And have other people you scream at her that she needs to grow up. That's the kind of rehab I want to go to. Or they have little, little uh, designed activities. We're going to go white water rafting. There's Wilma Flintstone's mom, the old battle axe, walking out. Mrs. Slaghoople. I can't stand to look at any of them. I want to uh, find a political party called Detachment and just join that. This is Shifty. Hell yeah. He's the best. You can tell instantly. Why? Because it's the one song? <laughs> That's why. Do you ever have a follow-up? Nope. One hit wonder, baby. This band should be called We Heard Sugar Right. Take a break here. Right back. Run a so yo, what's happening now? I see the sun breaking down into dark clouds And a vision of you standing out in the crowd So come my lady, come, come my lady You're my butterfly, sugar, baby Come my lady, you're my pretty baby I'll make you
song right here. This is the fucking answer right here. Yeah, it's all laid down right there. She knew exactly what she was talking about. I'll tell you right now how the people of the United States just don't go around thanking everybody from Motown. Every fucking opportunity they get is beyond me. You should say the same thing that you say to a vet. Thank you for your service. All the people from Motown, thank you for the service, what you did for your country and mankind. And Hicks, now you want to sit around and tell me that this fucking Brooklyn hipster scene is up there with Motown? What? When did I, when did I say that? You're bringing in your Dan Deacon records every day going, this is what it's all about. Well, he performs in the crowd as opposed to on a stage. I didn't know that. That's, that's his thing? That's I'm just, good. I'm with the crowd? Yeah. Well, does the crowd get to sit on the stage? I think there's, <laughs> if there's a stage, they do hang out. I look down on them. I'm not sure. Seems like you'd be saying, where's the music coming from? Constantly looking through the crowd for him. Um, let's head on over here to uh, uh, Ron in Oregon. You're on the Ron Fez Show. Ronnie B., I need to use some of your wisdom and street smarts to answer a question I've asked several people and they've never been able to answer. Good. And that is, about five years ago, I quit smoking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you would now consider me a non-smoker. Or I used to smoke. Mm -hmm. So why isn't the same thing apply with alcoholism? I'll talk to an alcoholic, a person who used to quit, you know, used to drink. And they'll say, well, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, so you drink? No, I stopped drinking 10 years ago. So how is it that they're an alcoholic? Well, uh, the philosophy would be this. You want to keep it where you can remember it. You, because... Unlike smoking, you're hurting more than just yourself, okay? When you're an alcoholic, you're saying, not only did I not control my drinking for myself, but for the people who love me. So you want to keep that in front of you at all times because you take that non-smoker guy, let's see you sit down and have a couple smokes. That's true. And seeing how quickly, again, you will find yourself an active smoker. I see. So it's almost like a badge of honor. You're telling everybody, hey... I gave this up, I still, you know, have it in my mind, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the thing is, is you got to think, I'm one fucking drink away from being uh, the fucking practicing alcoholic. Because you don't just have one. Gotcha. And I, I really do think that that's true of most fucking things. Uh, if people would give up feeling sorry for themselves... I go every day. I got to fucking keep an eye on myself. I don't want to feel sorry for myself. Because sometimes when you have that attitude... It just didn't fucking hurt your life, but all the people around you. That you now are fucking responsible for all the shit that came on. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It is the Ron and Fez show on a Thursday, and we brought this up yesterday. It's a very exciting day because um, someone is going to try what I believe is the impossible. Cherry darts in the morning. Search, search, hurry up and search. In the afternoon. And that person... Uh, now, how exactly does cherry darts work, Hicks? Are you familiar with it? Or Dave? Yes, you uh, put uh, the cherry 
in whipped cream, uh-huh. and then the man throws it into the anus of his girlfriend, and the whipped cream acts as, you know, that's how you're able to register how close you were with your cherry dart. So she mm-hmm. has to stand there, bent over with cheeks spread. Exactly, exactly. And then the, the, whip, the whipped cream acts as a marker. And it's that simple. You know, it's just like real darts. So, uh, in the first time in history, cherry darts in the morning, search, search, hurry up and search in the afternoon. The contestant, of course, is Fred Brooklyn. He's going to come in here, get cherry darted, and then search, search, hurry No, no, it's not Fred Brooklyn. Oh, I was wrong about that. Yeah, the contestant that's trying to do both of these in one day is Heather Height from Hate Speech Radio. Oh, okay. Not Fred Brooklyn. When Ernie Banks said, let's play two, I think this is what he had in mind. She is the Ernie Banks of what I what I believe to be competitive uh, radio, and I'll just use competition because I don't know what's next. Contestants. All right. Contestants. Spread that big, fat ass. All right. Lawrence Taylor has got a way out of this uh, rape case, and he may cop to... Uh, that he jacked off in front of the 16-year-old. Um, he pleasured himself, denied having the girl, uh, saying that he had sex with the girl. Does this suddenly make you feel better about LT? Absolutely not. This... Wait, wait, I don't think you've got the whole thing, Fez. Mm-hmm. He just jerked off. Yeah, he jerked off in front of a 16-year-old. This is amazing that this is your defense. This is your highlight. It this is. is. This is your... You don't see that as a somewhat different act? No, it's still a sexual act in front of him. I mean, he didn't... But let, let's face something. If every rapist would do the back off and jack off, or the LT, as I like to call it, I think the world would be a better place. I told everyone he was innocent. 100% innocent. I'm glad the facts came out to prove me hey, right. He's 100% innocent. He jerked off in front of a child if this part of it is true. Wait, if we're to believe this. A prostitute child? Yes, but she was still 16. She was a minor. I understand that. Have you ever been with a prostitute? I have never been with one. People rarely card a prostitute. I never did. Just leave the shark. I mean, leave LT alone. And I will say this. When it comes to prostitutes... And um, and I'll also say crackheads. Prostitutes and crackheads normally are younger than they look. Uh, normally that's an older fucking case. Mr. B, yeah. I would pay LT the $300 to sit in the room and watch him jerk off. I mean, this is nothing. This is fucking peanuts. You just basically met a celebrity, and he paid you for it. She's a child. Big but deal. is there any fucking celebrity you wouldn't watch masturbate? It's the best autograph of all time. He the autograph fucking, of love. He jizzed out his fucking signature right there. That's beautiful. This is not even... This is, this is a fucking $50 slap on the wrist fine. Get out of here, you knucklehead. This is Lord. This is LT here. Come on. Enough's enough already. He didn't. It is an interesting point. It started. Let's with suppose rape. I go to Comic Con, and I say twenty five dollars for Adam West signature, or three hundred dollars to watch Adam West masturbate. I'm going to an ATM machine right I, now. I think I'd get a lot of people there. I think celebrity masturbation could be very, very big. That's all it was. Good for Lawrence. He's he's opened up now, a whole new endeavor. Now, Dave, here's what I don't understand in this. 
if you're LT and you say to yourself, I'm going to masturbate, then why bring the prostitute in? Why not just masturbate on your own? Maybe he wanted her to do a little dance. I mean, you know, maybe he gets excited by I female see. accompaniment. But, you know, it's it, it, he didn't fuck her. No crime was committed. Or no felony, I should say. Nah, this is just, this is just a silly little thing that happened. It's not it's not a big deal. We've all masturbated at one point, you know. Jason, Detroit, Airman Fez. Hey boys. Um, hey Ron, you're you're a very smart person. I've always wondered really? about this question. If I, let's say I went on Jeopardy and I won, would you think that'd be all right to put on a resume? Absolutely. Uh because right. th- that's showing that you're an interesting person as well as uh you're good under pressure. It's going to be perfect in the interview for that tell us something about yourself question that always seems to come up. Look, uh, we have several friends uh, who were on the remote control show. Mikey and Boy Earl. Mikey Boy uh, Earl and uh, from the Alexis and Jennifer show. Jennifer's brother. Oh, wow. Cool. Who's also a screenwriter. Whoa. Uh, obviously. You're going to say to yourself, well, that's an interesting story. That makes that person look like something to me. And I'd also think, well, this fucker's pretty smart, pretty quick, able to hit the clicker. I don't know don't if I... Don't get shaken easy. I don't know if I'd put a... I was on Minute to Win It on there. Jeopardy is impressive, though. I'd put anything in there. What's Shit. your problem with Minute to Win It, Fez? I just don't like the show. I don't like that it's rehearsed. I don't like that it's overly dramatic when it does not have to be. Well, it's not rehearsed in the in the sense of they know what's going to happen. But they give the people a chance to work at these skills. Uh, you love American Idol? That's rehearsed. You love Dancing with the Stars? That's rehearsed. It's the same type of thing. You want to see that person come out and do the best they can at uh, catching M&M peanuts in their nutsack. I think it's a great game. I think it's a game that, you know, uh, it feels like every man can win. Guy Keeps Fieri. me burning. Fuck, seriously, you don't love that song? Love is an itching in my heart. Come on, Dave. What is wrong with you that you don't love Motown? I do love it. Do you? Oh, I'm not in this Dan Gleason guy. Dan Gleason? Who's that? Some hipster guy you who plays Dan in... Deacon? Yeah, that's who I meant. Uh, Hicks went to school with him. He's doing very well for himself. Really? Yeah. You're thinking of Jackie Gleason. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Honeymooners. I And uh, Guy Fieri seems like a friendly guy. He's been in well, here. He's been here a couple times and has been nothing but kind to us. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I, I watch that show. Mm. Uh, it's on sometimes at my house, but I can't say I've ever sat there and watched it. Now, when the person goes for a million dollars the other night, I gave it a gander. Uh, of course, was depressed. And anyone who's uh, bouncing their tits or leaning over showing <laughs> cleavage, I'll normally give them a gander. Yeah, I couldn't watch this past, so the person didn't win the million dollars? No. Shit. But I can't say that it's any worse than the celebrity Trump that goes on for two hours. They should have a celebrity minute to win, and we can see how much uh, will. how much LT can jerk Next off in a minute. Jonas brother. Yep. Oh, I don't know. I think Joan Jonas. Oh, he's the cute one. Is he? Yeah. 
I didn't know they had a cute one. I thought they were all adorable. Mm-mm. Yeah, no one likes Peter Tork in that band. Um, Charlie, Manhattan, you're on Fez. Ronnie B., how are you? Listen, if only Johnny Cochran was still alive, he'd be all over to back off and jack off defense. There's nothing wrong with the back off and jack off. Sometimes it has to be done. And in this time, LT showed f- responsibility, Fez. He didn't show responsibility because when he did the back off and jack off, he did it in front of a 16-year-old girl. Not into a 16-year-old girl, which shows responsibility. And respect. Respect for the law. You certainly can't lock the fucking guy up now. Absolutely you can, eh? He was exposing himself. He was conducting a sexual act on himself in front of her. He was contributing to her delinquency. He didn't know she was 16. Come on, we know no, that. See, that doesn't matter in the court. Every initial You know thing. what? I'm, I'm going to get that he's responsible for that, but you can't say that that doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? You cannot say the fact that if you're on the jury and you knew that the guy did not know, it wouldn't make you think to yourself, well, that's a little different than knowing. Let's face it, if he knew she was a minor and did it anyway, we'd be like, you fucking animal. But now you're looking at a guy who just thought he was with a prostitute, and he masturbated in front of her. And every detail was, that originally came out was, first, LT beat the shit out of the girl, then yeah. raped her. Then it's, well, the pimp beat her up, but LT had sex with a prostitute. Now it's the pimp beat her up, and LT didn't even have sex with the prostitute. Gets a little better all the time. It gets a and all And now, as Ron pointed out, he backed off and jacked off. Yeah. And that's, that's, what all, that's like a fucking dance step, in my opinion. Right. That's not a fucking sexual uh, uh, assault. Yes, it is. It's how by exposing himself to yeah, her. How can you assault to a child? How can you assault someone without touching them? That, that defies the definition. Paul, Florida, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, we're talking about these talent shows. I don't know if you saw that uh, this little YouTube sensation kid, the Grayson Michael, who's going to be on Ellen DeGeneres today. Little I, girl prodigy. I did see him, uh, and he was playing uh, paparazzi. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty uh, talented. Well, I mean, he's playing somebody else's song, but yes, he's uh, a fine little kid. I don't know if that's going to take him into uh, the next Justin Bieber, even though he has the Justin Bieber haircut. That's the key, is that he, he they're all going to start to look like Bieber now. And now you have to get him younger and younger, because Bieber's 16, so this kid's 12. So we'll have like an 8-year-old baby uh, Bieber next week. And then maybe my son will be up. That turns right, very quickly. Let me bring this up to you, Fez. The masturbation makes you angry, right? Mm-hmm. Now, even though he didn't touch her. Right. Let's suppose a guy was masturbating online in front of a webcam. Uh-huh. And a he didn't mean for a child to see him. Child sees him. Right? Right. Would that guy go to jail for that? Yes. Yes, he's putting it out there. He's making it available to where a child could find it. What if a window is open? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like he's masturbating inside his house and he's got his curtains open? He knows what he's doing. What if the curtains are just open a little bit, kid takes a ladder, climbs up, peeks in the window and sees him? Yeah, still. 
It's still uh, it's still being put out there. That's so, crazy. Masturbating in your house is basically masturbating in front of a child. If if the uh, if it can be seen, yes. What if you're in the bathroom and a child comes over, looks into the fucking keyhole, sees you masturbating, and you're just masturbating away? Yeah, you should know that you know that that keyhole can be seen through. Yes. So you have to be the adult. I would think being locked door uh, in the bathroom would be an adult act. It's very interesting when Fez was pro. What the rest of us saw is child pornography yesterday, or borderline child pornography. The dirty dancing with seven year olds. (laughs) Right. I mean, this is crazy. I've jerked off in my living room. And we have windows and a glass door there. Not only that, but sometimes I, the, the Paltalk camera is facing me, and I, I've gotten paranoid. Oh, my God, what if that camera was on without me knowing it? And I, but I still will keep jerking away because that's what I want to do. I'm not trying to have myself exposed. All right. Let's get down to this, Fess. Mm-hmm. The 16-year-old seeing an adult man masturbate, right? Right. Um, what's the harm that's happening there? He's doing a sexual act in front of her. Right. So if a kid sees a porn tape, should that actor be arrested? Because it seems to me uh, there's more likely to that happen than a person masturbating in, in their house. But that person on the tape isn't doing it right there in front of a child. But neither is the person masturbating in their house. There's no child there. The child is peeked in the window. What is the difference? The difference is that it's not the guy... The, the person that made the tape, mm-hmm. It's uh, if while he was making the tape and his window was open and a child saw him, yes, but he's made the tape and... He d- he's not responsible for the tape getting to the child. Well, then why are we... Well, neither is the guy who's masturbating in their house. In front the, of an open window, he is. We said there was even just a small opening in the curtain. The kid climbed up in a tree or a ladder, peeked in. What is it about this thing that makes it this guy's responsibility? He's left himself exposed. But even so if- has the, the porn actor. The porn, the the chances of a child seeing someone masturbating is probably going to take th- place through a DVD or online. Right, but that was not the intended purpose of it—to give it to children. Neither was your purpose of jacking off in your fucking bedroom. And, and going back to your thing, LT's intended purpose was to jack off in front of an of-age prostitute. I'm, I'm thinking that you might be working for the defense here, Fez. Here's Dan. You're running Fez. Yeah, Ronnie LT obviously very disease conscious as he jacked off into a condom and threw it in the garbage. I honestly think he didn't want anybody to find it and sell it on eBay. Um, let's go over here to uh, Mike. You're running Fez. How you doing, guys? Yeah. Well, well Fez, he's got all these rules. I'd like to know where Fez, he does all his jacking. Into a cat's asshole. To- Pat. New York, you're running Fez. Hey, Fez, what if you're jerking off and someone sees you through a telescope in your apartment? Are you in trouble now? 
If I left my window open where I could be seen, I would say yes. I'm the one who exposed myself to the outside world. How do you see that as less than a fucking tape? It doesn't make sense. You just said intention had everything to do with it. The intention of having others to see you. In this case, none of these people had the intention of minors seeing them. But they left no. open that opportunity. Wouldn't the opportunity come through putting out a fucking DVD? But with the DVD, that's intended for adults. If you have a window open, that's intended for anyone who's walking by. It's intended for a breeze. I'm not going to fucking close all my windows in, in May. And I'll play that porn up loud, too. Kyle, Kennedy, you're in my face. Hey, Fez, I just want to ask you, if, they, if they're stepping on your property, private property signs all up over the place, and some little kid walks up to the window and catches you, they're breaking the law. Are you still accountable for it? Punching out. I would love it if Fezzy would get a job as a lawyer. That would be so fucking funny. Because it seems like both these things, you'd have to feel the same way about both. The videotape and the fucking masturbating at home. I, they're each going to have the possibility of being seen by minors. Um, I know hey, I saw my brother's porn tapes when I was like 12. Uh, John, you're on a Fez. Hey, guys. Hey, Fezzy, you got to understand that there's an intent necessary as an element of a crime. Only speeding and statutory rape don't require the intent. So if you're in your living room, you have to intend to be... Uh, to commit public lewdness, that your that that your uh, genitals is going to be exposed to the outside. If you don't intend for that to happen, there's no crime. Yeah, but if your curtains are open, you're you're open to the fact that that could happen. So that's your intent, right there. Not necessarily. What if you don't know that your curtains are open? How do you not know your curtains are open? Because you're in the middle of a porn tape and you're jerking off. Uh, let's go over here to Evan. You're on run a fez. Hey, if uh, the Aaron Andrews video was recorded by uh, a kid, would he want Aaron Andrews arrested? Aaron Andrews took the, the, the precaution she could not to... She... Keyhole! Same exact thing. It was a keyhole. You already had us arresting the guy for a keyhole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it was a kid, yes. So if a kid saw Aaron Andrews through a keyhole, mm -hmm. Aaron Andrews gets arrested. Yeah. Because... But then the guy who looked at her through the keyhole, he got arrested, and then Aaron Andrews was the victim. Wow. That's a strange fucking thing that you could be a victim or, uh, I guess, an assaulter. That's just totally crazy. I know. It's meds. <laughs> or Aaron it's Andrews meds. is a pedophile? Yeah. <laughs> Robert. Robert. Uh... Didn't that uh, thing take place down in uh, Paulie's neighborhood? Uh, I, well, first of all, you got the story right here. Matt, you're on Manifest. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, a couple months back, there was a guy who was uh, having coffee in his kitchen um, naked, and this lady and her, uh, and her daughter uh, were cutting across his yard, and he ended up uh, getting arrested for indecent exposure, um, and he had him arrested and all that. What do you guys think about that? Um... Well, we already did that. Fez was against the guy 
Uh, I said to the woman she ought to stay out of her fucking thing. But I think that guy walked when they took him to court. That's re- Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he was able to get away with that. He's in his own house. You should be able to do whatever you want, almost. Jason, Virginia, you're on running Fez. Hey, Fez, what about a uh, little kid who walks in on their parents having sex? Should the parents be arrested? Yeah, if they're not covering themselves up and they're doing it in front of a child, they didn't take the precaution of locking the door. Um, what if they, he could hear them from the other room? Hear them having sex? I don't know where that falls in, but I would think, yeah, you could probably be arrested that you're doing it basically in the presence of a minor, even though they can't see it. All right, so just hearing them have sex. Yeah, I think so. You can't judge something by hearing because you don't know what they were doing. Maybe they were wrestling. Well, in Fez's case, they could be play, paying, playing a porn tape and then they are free to go. But that would be them providing the pornographic material, not the guy on the tape. Oh, so they could get arrested for playing a porn tape. Yeah, in front of a child, yes. What if, would they get arrested for leaving a porn tape out? I think yes. Oh, that's not, no, uh, no, no. So, let's say this now. Dave has a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Steals some of, uh, and the babysitter steals some of his pornography out of the garage. Takes it out, is watching it with her friends. Her mom walks in, finds out, where'd you get this tape? I, but I was watching the McDonald's children, I stole it. Dave could be arrested? Yeah. Yep, he provided it. I didn't provide it. He That's had it in his garage. Pro- providing it is giving it to the girl. There's a gigantic difference. Got it from your house. It's yours. What? So if he I... He's going for nutty guys if I, he, He's going for nutty guys. If guy. I take a... I say, I say it in his eyes. If I he's take, like, I'm going to grab a little mic time. <laughs> if I take a gun out of someone's house, shoots somebody, that person could be arrested whose house I took the gun from? Yes. I think you could be, though. Yes, absolutely. I think, th- I think that's true. No, that person wouldn't yeah, be Yeah, you're supposed trouble. to fucking protect that gun. Yeah, you have to have that locked up. What if you did lock it up, and then I, I, I know how to crack open a safe? Just like I, I, I hide my porn. What about this, though? What if the gun was in the safe, but you took the safe up to the fucking roof, dropped it out, and hit the guy in the head? What if I got Applejack to crack open the safe? That's why if I hung out with lawyers all the time, I have to say this. Just shut up with fucking these long things that you have. Applejack can't do it. He lost it, man. I lost it, man. I lost it, man. Did you ever even have it? Did you ever even have it to lose? Greatest thing ever happened. <laughs> Guys, has the best one-liners ever. Um, Mark, you're on Run of Fez. So basically, following Fezzi's rules, the only guy safe jacking off would be Tom Hanks and Castaway. Not unless an underage fish saw him. Or Wilson. I think Wilson was a young volleyball. Wilson! I honestly think him screaming for Wilson might have been the lowest part of fucking cinema. <laughs> the lowest point cinema's ever had. David, Philadelphia. Yeah, with Fezzi's rules, what about uh, the Blue Lagoon? Brooke Shields, she's already just that. Shows her uh, nips. And her Harry Bush down there in the water scene. I don't know if that was actually her. It was her. She broke a little cunny out for everybody. One of the best movies of all time. She actually even did it before then. Uh, she was in a movie called Pretty Baby. And then she got naked for no fucking reason in a movie with George Burns. And she was underage. In a comedy. 
and they had her running naked down the street, bare ass with her ass bouncing. They're like, we have to get this little girl naked and everything. The seventies were batshit crazy. (laughs) Attractive little girl, then I guess. I don't know. I guess she would have been one of those dancers in today's world. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. Oh, look at this. Here's Fez's cat. You're on running Fez. Hey, Fez, when you finger my asshole tonight, you better close the drape, you sick fuck. Fez, how'd you teach that cat to talk? That is not my cat. That is not Skippy. <laughs> Sounded like him, and it was coming from your house. <laughs> Alan, you're on running Fez. Yeah, what if you jack off in front of another adult? The adult's talking to an adult about jacking off. It's seeing you jack off, and a kid overhears you. Who's, who's guilty then? The adults guilty now. So the the adult who told the story. What if you're driving down the road? You have your XM radio on, Sirius XM. You hear two adults having this conversation, but the guy has his his window down. Kid hears it. Who goes to jail? It would be it would be the guy. What guy? The driver. Why would it be the driver? Why not be the person who was saying this? Fez Watley. He's providing the material. You're providing the material. Without you, there would be no material. But I'm not broadcasting to a little child. Actually, sure my, kid, got, my kids are it. listening right now, so Fez could be arrested by because he's talking about jerking off. Disgusting, Fez. You're I haven't about, said no, it. No, I'm calling You're the talking cops. about masturbating in front of a child. I'm calling. Just make the statements. Yep, you talked about jerking off, so I'm calling the cops. <laughs> My daughter would repeat. You know what the I phrase. think? It's one of those things where Fez goes, I'm not getting mic time. I'm gonna go in an odd direction here. Look, everyone. I think mothers should be put in prison. For what? And, and their tits should be drained. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. We're talking about draining mothers' tits. Let's do it. I'm not for it, Fez. Plus, I think potpourri should be shoved in their snatches. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Gay shock jock. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, I think the real issue with Fez is that Fez thinks that all children are potential victims because of his childhood. He feels that, you know, that adults victimize him in one way or another. And I'll tell you one other thing. If me and my friends had have seen some guy jerking off through his window. We would have tormented that fucker for the rest of his days. He would have been known as jerk off man, jerk off man, and he'd probably hang himself. Uh, kids don't get hey, traumatized by every little Mike, thing. Why I'm very you, into it. Mike, why didn't you just call us and tell us uh, and say that fucking Canada's nuts? <laughs> jerk off man. Way to jerk off, jerk off man. It's fucking great. Uh, Bill, Georgia, you're on the Hey, Ronnie, what if you're watching two lunatics making a beard porn and you throw up and your kid asks you what made you throw up and you show it to them? Who's at fault then? Um, I think it's the, the responsibility of the cinematographer. So today is Paulie Loosebell's last day with us? Yes, sir. What's he want to do for his last day? What's his sir with love moment?
I was hoping uh, they'd surprise me with an ice cream cake after the show, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think they will. Sam tried to offer me a banana as a going away present, but uh, it turns out he just stole it from Troy, and I lost it. Uh, yesterday you were in uh, working the unmasked uh, with your run and face shirt on, and he goes like this. I've got to see this remote control everyone talks about. You were you were a post uh, remote control baby. What year were you born? Eighty eight. Well, you were just about an infant when it was out. You were here for how long in New York? Uh, I start I started four months ago. So I've been here since January. Wow! And you never brought your sister down once. She's, got, she's working these days. When uh, Paulie was a kid, his sister used to bring him to work with us, and he would just sit. How old were you? I started coming when I was 15. Yeah. He would just sit in the studio and be like, someday I want to work in radio. And I would, be, I would tell him then, i go, don't do it, kid. It's fucking awful. And now he's going to be running his own radio, college radio station. What station? WUVT, Blacksburg, Virginia. What kind of music are you playing? Uh, we play everything. We got the jazz, we got the metal, we got the, the hipster rock. You, oh, you give like little blocks? Everything yeah. gets a block? That's right. I want to do the uh, Sunday morning um, kind of wrap-up, arts and entertainment wrap-up. Oh, the after-church crowd. Yeah, I like to be there for the for the AC. The ACC, the after-church crowd. Popular slot. Uh, Mark, you're running Fez. Hey, Fezzy, should I go to jail for fucking my wife while my son is asleep next to us? Absolutely. If I had it my way, your your daughter would get her salad tossed for being a bitch and a whore. Shock Shock Radio. Shock Shock Radio. I wouldn't uh, have the girl get a hurt or accused. Well, I was doing, a par- I was doing parody. Mm. Don't take me cereal. I won't. Good. Yeah, but the parents definitely should. Hmm? Not sure. Yeah. It's an odd day today. Well, it's a Thursday. Search, search, show you up and search tomorrow. Make sure you sign up for two or two friends. Great prizes were given away tomorrow during search, search, hurry up and search. Baseball signed by Yankee great Dave Winfield. That it will be on the line. Also, we're going to have a DVD, Reality Bites. That DVD signed by Janine Garofalo, star of the film. And also from Corinne Bailey Ray, signed CD copy of The Sea. All on the line tomorrow during Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search. And special thanks to Snaglow.com. Snaglow.com. Why buy it? Just snag it at Snaglow.com. Lee, you're on running Fez. Hey, Ron. I got a question for Fez. Yes, go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, here's the scenario. Uh, let's just say you're at home and uh, you're on the Internet and you accidentally pour up a porn site and a little child standing next to you sees it. Fez, would you be mad enough to go ahead and call the police and have yourself arrested or would you be saying to yourself, oh, it was an accident. I don't want all my friends to know that I was put in jail for a child who pornography and i don't know i would say say it was an accident but i'm still responsible for it if that kid's uh, parents want to press charges i would be responsible for that absolutely mike you're on the run fed show yeah my daughter's 14 she's in high school and she learns stuff every day in school and sex education and health class about jizz and 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 she just watched a baby being born on on 
a movie, so should all the teachers and, and the education system be arrested, too? No, I think that's a little different than a former football player jerking off in front of her. Well, they still different? talk about everything, all kinds of sexual situations in school, though. You're the one sending her to school. Well, maybe it should well, be maybe you. If you weren't home, maybe if you weren't homeschooled, you'd be in a much better position. You're listening to Shock Radio with Fez Watley. Dave, North Carolina, you're running Fez. Hey, guys, really digging Shock and Cock Radio. Shock and Cock, baby. Shock the Cock. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. I want you to look into something for me, Dave. Brazilian Julie has deleted all of her tweets. Are you serious? Yeah. Again? Yeah, she's just sitting there with a completely empty account. Okay, well, I will get to the bottom of it. That's a frightening thing, though. When they just disappear like that, that's called sci-fi. Bring this up a little bit. I just saw this on CNN, that uh, oil uh, spill. The golf has now formed its own island, and there's trees on there. I bet you Jacob will get over there. Glowing cave. There's a (laughs) glowing cave. When we do this, we'll take another break. Shock and cock. I rest half of them. The other half give a medal to. No one knows who. Does what? I wish we had whistles to blow during this song. This is a top to, uh, you know, what we use on stage, but it's very, very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. 11, oh, 11, and mostly 11. And amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not 10. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at 10. You're on 10 here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on 10 on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Purchase rock. Deacon Blues. Then Deacon bring it hard. Higgs, do you have a Dan Deacon tattoo? No, I don't. I guess I'm lacking that. How many times did he play a purchase when you were there? A bunch. He was putting together his whole fucking gimmick there in the early days. Imagine if you would have cuzzled up next to that. Instead of fucking being so 
arm's length. You'd be tour managing that fucker. That'd be awesome. Uh, Dave McDonald, uh, come on in here. I gotta ask you a question here, and I'll also ask it to the listening audience. It just goes to uh, show you the way of the world. The Telegraph put out this uh, report. Uh, Dave, you recently, within the last two years, you had two kids, right? Yes. And um, the names you gave? Juliana for my daughter and uh, Stanley for my son. Now, how much thought did you put into that? Uh, we uh, whirled it around quite a bit for Stan. And what was the thing that you're saying? Here's, you know, here's what we want for a name. Here's what we don't want for a name. We want something old school, but not cliche. Um, there's a lot of jacks, and uh, while I love that name, and uh, we were thinking of it for a second, it just seems like you know, little kid named Jack now is is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we want something slightly original. Now, but what, not, what not was fu- it? Not, what, not crazy. Yeah. So you wanted to be original, but not crazy. But then also didn't want. Uh, hear Jack and have eight kids go yes exactly at the same time. The number one uh, name in the country last year for a boy and a girl, Fez Watley. Give me the number one boy's name, Matthew. Number one girl's name, um, Jennifer. Matthew and Jennifer. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave, number one boy's I name. I think one those one. are too old-fashioned. I think you're looking at a Tyler, mm-hmm. and you're looking at a Brittany in this kind of fucking day and age. Let's move over here to Pepper Hicks. Pepper Hicks, number one boy's name, number one girl's name. Gavin. And, from Ga- the oh, okay, Gavin. And girl? Elizabeth. Gavin and Elizabeth. None of you guys uh, hit this. Number one boy's name in America... Cullen, number one girl's name, Isabella. Oh. Isabella and Cullen are the number one names. Okay. I don't even know anyone other than the dead game show host named Bill Cullen with the wow. name Cullen. <laughs> wow, you are blowhard in it. Uh, what? No, I know. I've, he's. I've seen the movies. <laughs> trying to do that. He's trying to. Uh, Dave has come up with it. It is the movie in the movie Twilight because Twilight. my wife is obsessed with it, and that's it. I am so happy that uh, Twilight became popular after my kids were born because I honestly think my wife would be one of those women. I would love it if you had a Conan and Isabella. <laughs> so I guess uh, Cullen is the vampire. Yep, and then his girlfriend is Isabella. Yeah. The the uh, do Isabella. these women not realize when they're naming their kids this? All the other Twilight whores are doing the same thing, and <laughs> these fucking kids are all stuck like this. It's totally unoriginal, and and um, I mean, what the hell? I, I you don't see like a shitload of like Luke and Leia's walking around. I mean, this movie we should well, have that, well, Luke and Laura. That was uh, sure. That was thanks for hey. going eighty two. Now everybody's going on school. <laughs> um, but the the reason, of course, is that people still believed in names in the Luke and Laura age and Luke and Leia. That yeah. you know, they're like, "Well, I want to name this baby after my uncle or whatever." Yeah. Where now it's like, uh, they they name children now 
the way we used to name bands, where you're like, let's come up with the craziest and scariest, most awesome name ever. Yeah. But a baby will be named now, and the parents will be like, what about baseboard heat? It kind of means something, but at the same time, it doesn't. Name them furniture. Does this work for you? Awesome Avengers. I mean, honestly, for a name for a baby, you know, because it's like, it's kind of badass, but it's yeah. also silly. How about Cheeseburger McDonald? Oh, Does that I like work? Mm. Would you, if we have a girl, would you be against Purple Generation? Because it's kind of like, it's Prince-like, but you're not totally diving in that. Oh, I'd like and it. And then it could also be like a Minnesota Vikings thing. Maybe Laser Tooth McDonald for the next one. Um... Here's uh, Travis, show him around Fez. I think it's sad that we got a whole generation of kids that are going to be named after lame vampire fiction characters. Of course, it's better than what they got in New Zealand, where I think there was one girl who was named Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii. Uh, here's Matt in Jersey, you're on Fez. Yeah, the worst part about this is that uh, the Twilight lady is a fucking crazy Mormon bitch. At least with J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter thing, she was like a welfare mom. You know, you, you had like a, a bootstrap kind of a story. This lady's just like indoctrinating these dumb house brows into this fucking cult of of extended marriage and like uh, unreasonable fucking relationship shit. I do like the name Crazy Mormon Bitch for a band or a girl, though. <laughs> um, Tad, Tad, in Arizona, Armon Fez. What's up, guys? Yeah. Somebody's naming his son Ace. Making a comeback. Sure, after Ace Young, uh, who's yeah. now on Broadway doing hair. Have you seen the commercials? No, I haven't. They got Ace Young and then one of the other fucking uh, runner-ups from a couple years ago. I, I know that the the Greek guy was in uh, the, the the one rock still show. Is. He, yeah, he's still in. Constantine. Yeah. Ace just always had that freakish, like, gigantic head. Mm. It's kind of distressing. All right, so that's the two big names right now. That's Cullen? Cullen. I'm surprised so many Twilight fans were of birthing age. Well, like Dave said, they're these all... aren't teenage girls doing it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. the young mommies. I mean, there are teen there's a teenage audience, but there's also the mom audience for sure. I would think like, you know, there's like it's like 14 to 17, then there's a gap, then it picks up again when they're 30 and and over. How could you have something but uh, nothing but like an ironic like for this shitty fucking movie franchise? Teenage well, abs. Let me just fucking point this out to you. Male abs. Ironic like is still like I don't give a fuck what anyone says when people are like Hey, let's put on the Beach Boys, man, and act like we're singing. You just want to fucking listen to the Beach Boys. <laughs> you know, if you're doing that, hey, let's put on Hawaiian shirts and act like we're having a luau this Friday. <laughs> it's going to be hysterical. You're just having a fucking suburban luau. Right. I done it. Irony is fucking bullshit. You really fucking like it. It's so funny. I'm using a lunchbox as a purse because you want to carry a lunchbox. Stop hiding behind the fact that you're acting like you don't do this. We sit around at my house and watch old Dallas fucking episodes because you want to. Love that Bon Jovi song. Wouldn't that be funny? We'll just Love throw it. a Bon Jovi party all oh, night. Yeah. And then you know what we're going to do? Sing along with every song. That'd be cool, right? And act like it sucks, but we love it. 
why Betty White's fucking popular again. Exactly, because that's what this fucking country is, Betty White. She's everywhere. I'm going to throw a party when she's dead. When she's dead, I'm going to laugh at every gay person. (laughs) Betty White's dead party. That's what I'm going to (laughs) have. Come on in. Please die, Betty White. (laughs) Could have a great fucking luau for that shit. It's got to be getting close. Seth, you're on the Fez. Hold up, buddy. Um, hey, Ronnie, I know you got two radio shows, but I'm a teacher, and uh, one of my students was like, hey, I have a church name. And I go, oh, really? What is it? She goes, Trinity. And I go, oh, wow, that's also from the movie, it's also in a movie called The Matrix. And she goes, actually, that's where my mom got my name from. Oh. Why don't you just say this, honey? You were named after somebody with a fantastic ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she was only six. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Well... First of all, if she was only six, why were you teaching her? You're a grown-ass man. It wasn't until after my daughter was born that I learned she's named after Juliana Hatfield. And uh, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. So I would have tried to block that name, even though I really like it, just on my own selfish reasons. Why don't you start and call her Axel? You're my baby Axel. <laughs> I should. But I'm glad, because I got a Stanley through, and that, I believe, was named By after Kubrick. I know, yeah. Let, I always like to let the girls name the girls. It's better. Not me. I got I got my, my boy named. That's what I'm saying. That's because he's a boy. A fucking man should name the boys. Yeah. She had some crazy ideas for boy names, too. Xavier? The fuck? What is this, a small-town college program? Why don't you just name the Baby Thompson twins? <laughs> <laughs> um... Here's a mic, Cameron Fez. Going on, guys. Hmm. Uh, my brother just had a baby, named it Broderick. Not like Matthew Broderick, but I guess that's short for uh, Brody. I would just call it maybe Matthew Broderick. Ferris. I don't like the uh, last name for first names thing. And you Why notice not? that you know the Dylan thing was popular because uh, it would be silly. You know. well, I, I want to name a baby Bennington. That'd be a fucking cute name for baby. What about like a nice simple one like Smith? No, that that sounds so weird. Hey, Smith, come over here. I mean, Bennington, you can shorten to Ben, so that's there's that actually makes some sense. Smith, like, you can lengthen to Smitty. Um, yeah, that's funny. What it is about that name? You're supposed to shorten a person's <laughs> name. You just fucking lengthen it. Uh, Sean, you're on Hey, when I was born, my uh, parents were arguing over Anthony or Michael as to what they were going to name me, and. My sister was a really big Madonna fan at the time, so she comes out and goes, Hey, how about Sean? Since she was married to Sean Penn, and that's where I got my name from. Why didn't they name you Nice Guy Eddie after his brother? That'd be a fucking perfect name. <laughs> uh, Sean Penn, uh, if you remember a couple months ago, he kicked a photographer who was hanging around the side of his house. Um, i got to find this actual story here, because it's always great. All right, he's now pleaded no contest to vandalism. Which is great. Uh, so he kicks the photographer, and then they break it down to vandalism, <laughs> and he pleads no contest. He gets three years of informal probation, 300 hours community service, which probably just means for working over in Haiti, and he's taken care of. Um, is this okay, or did he get away with something? I think he probably got away with something. I think they knew he already, like you said, already had the Haiti stuff worked out. I think he got away. Uh, David Mack, fair? Not fair. Uh, it's not, the charges aren't related at all. It's yeah. totally ridiculous. 
Uh, here's the deal. It has nothing to do with the fucking hate, you know, the vandalism charge. Did he fucking kick this guy? But quite frankly, to me, get away from his fucking house. I would go nuts if I had paparazzi fucking follow me. I saw the, uh, a uh, a fucking paparazzi video that I honestly wanted to punch someone. Tito Ortiz and Jenna Jameson were walking outside the house, and they had broken up, and they just reconciled. And this photographer is fucking eight feet away from them. Glad you guys are back together. You guys are America's couple. Just being the biggest dick in the and world. And they got to hear it constantly. And, oh, and I'm sorry. And they were pushing their two children in baby carriages. And the guy's like, yeah. Is it, is it going to take this time? Are you two going to stick it out this time? That's when you can understand celebrity spitting. No, I, I really could. I really did. I was like, God damn it. I'm sure T.O.T.'s could have handled himself, but I wanted to jump in there anyway. Well, see, that's the problem when fucking, you know, Champagne kicks this guy. It's like, it's assault. You're fucking standing in front of my house every goddamn day. What's wrong with you? What are you, a fucking lunatic? Right. Look, there's other people taking pictures of him taking the thing. Yeah. It's it. It's uh, too much. It's too much for the, the for the house stuff. There should be some kind of law in this country about well, the, the house. The reason why we don't have that is so that you can follow around the politician who is up on charges or the banker who has been embezzling money. You know, it's a freedom of fucking um, the press issue right from the beginning. But maybe we, you know, we gotta have some kind of freedom of privacy for every citizen. You have to, you can't take photos or video, you know, within 50 feet of their home. I'm telling you, all you gotta do is watch these things and you'll hear them be taunted. And I dare you to find somebody who's like in the thing, like uh, a Jessica Simpson. It's the same guy's following her, yelling out the same shit. Hey, honey, turn around. And I guarantee you, that Jennifer Aniston has to hear the name Brad Pitt in her life every fucking day. They, they're they trying to get hit on purpose. That's why I don't think that these charges should stick. They're trying to be obnoxious and sarcastic to Yeah, these because people. then the person spits and they got a great fucking thing of, look at him publicly spitting. Yeah. Oh, and then he has a temper problem. You ever fucking uh, turn on the TMZ at night? Yeah. They hate the people they cover. <laughs> I mean, they absolutely hate them. And then they'll be like, uh, they'll find some old star and they're like, look, no one even cares about him. Look at him. He's just going to the store with his shorts on. Like, and no one gives a shit. It, it's a half and hour. And he's trying to talk to our photographer. <laughs> it's a half hour of like late 20 somethings condescending people. They just despise the people that they cover. No matter how popular they are, they, they could be like, look, here's President Obama walking yeah. down the street. What a jerk. Like, what? And then they'll be acting like, what? Shouldn't he, shouldn't he be back with her by now? Like, they really act like they care about anybody. They're fucking sane. Yeah. There's an economic crisis going on, and he's outside walking around. Like, he probably had to go somewhere. People have to uh, walk places. I wouldn't be able to fucking stand it. Who do you think it's followed the most as a guy? I can't see anyone not following Brad Pitt the most. Did you ever see what happened when he was here in Midtown? No. Now, everyone gets left alone in New York. He's at Midtown with his kids. They're coming out of the hotel. It fucking looked like the Beatles had landed. <laughs> there were fucking like 800 photographers out there. Because pictures of him and his kids are worth fucking huge money. 
That's insane to me that people want to look at children. Can you imagine if you had people taking pictures of your kids yeah. when you're at the fucking mall? You'd go crazy. And uh, these people who are calling their children retarded based on nothing but uh, photographs that we've seen of them at five, six, seven months old. Who's Who are they calling retarded? They said that um, people are thinking that Angelina and Brad Pitt's kids may have Down syndrome, but they have no, never heard no medical basis for this, no, no backing up research. You know they 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 have a very kind of they have a distinct look to them, but they're they were just born. I don't think that they and who cares if they have fucking if they're retarded. You don't have to print that. Well, it just changes everything. I'm not going to go to the movie now. Oh, no more no. movies. No more movies at all. That's pretty. Well, just their movies. Oh, okay. Because I like my stars to have above average children. Oh, I had to cross off Travolta then. Is t- oh, that's awful after what he's been through. And Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, yeah, get rid of him. I'm going to see that new Michael Douglas movie tonight. Or maybe tomorrow. What's the name of it, Hicks? Solitary Man. I love the Michael Douglas. Don't know what I will, but until I can find me. Our friend's brother wrote this movie, Solitary Man. Wow. Jennifer from Alexis and Jennifer. Uh, ran into them yesterday when uh, we were waiting to start the Unmasked. So me and Colin were waiting to come out. And Jennifer had told me, I'm a gigantic Colin Quinn fan. I just love him. And, and I like uh, I go, oh, come on over. I want you to meet him. And then Alexis come by and just gives me the, ha. Uh, and I'm like, you're too hip to come over and say hi. Uh, I'm getting out of here. Here's the thing. One is totally nice. The sweetest person you ever meet. The other one is horribly antisocial. Just difficult to deal with. Why is that the one that you get drawn to in life? <laughs> Isn't that, that's what's yeah, wrong sure. with men. That's what's wrong with men. We're like, and you know, the nice one's talking to you and you're like trying to ignore her and see what the fucking bad one is doing. Well, she's got the mystery about her. She does. And that's the key. She she kind of female Sean Penn, that one. She could be heroin chic if she would just do heroin. And that's my <laughs> dream, to get her on heroin. We could slip it in her in her drink. I don't know whether you've ever taken heroin before. <laughs> just give her Oxycontin, just get her started. Then, you know, move on up. You can't put heroin in, like, some coffee? Well, hold on, hold on. I just... You got Oxys? Because I need a fuck... Seriously, I need a relaxing weekend. I All could right. get some uh, with my... um with, with, with the heart thing. That's what they were giving me. Get some A milligrams of fucking party. Getting oxycodone. It was it was oxycodone. It's totally different. Do you just hear the oxy and you think you're fucking home free? Oxycodone. That's like pretty damn similar. Why then they should name it a different? Do you know that you're looking more and more like? What's that little magnet game that has the things that you can? I think it's like Happy Harry. Uh, You're looking more like Happy Harry because your hair is the same length as your beard. I just feel like I could turn you upside down and just make a sadder version of you. (laughs) You know that fucking thing I'm talking about? I thought you were thinking of Operation. (laughs) No, where you take the little metal things and you give it hair and you give it a fucking beard. Then you can turn it upside down. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about now. Why are you calling Happy Harry? Um, I think it's because you can turn him upside down and turn him into Sad Sam or something like that. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, you think he'd be like Magnetic Marv. 
You've given it way more thought than I have on that magnetic Marv. You like alliteration, though, huh? It works. Makes it easier. Is that how you come up with the nickname Fez Fartley for yourself? <laughs> or is that I, just from your, your new medication makes you fart? It does happen with the new medication, but that was not me that came up with the nickname. Um, you know who in my family stopped by your house not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Came back and said, smell like fucking dead farts. <laughs> I guess you're farting in there a lot in your medication. Well, I had Has no- it made your stomach feel any better? Um, actually, that's for my diabetes, so, no, it's, it's, I, uh, so I... But you're still farting just as much? Uh-huh, yeah, I haven't gotten used to it like the doctor said I would. Like, give it a few weeks, see what it does. All right, Magna Doodle guy, is it under that? Magna Doodle? Yeah. I think that's it. This all came as one fucking thing. And the guy's kind of like red. Yeah, he had like big ears and big eyes. All right, Ryan, you're on Renefez. Hey, buddies, 11081. That's Wooly Willie you're thinking about. Wooly Willie? He's got black hair, but it's the same as the magnet, you know, and the little shape. Let's take a look at it. Oh, I see. All right, Fez, you called it Happy Harry? Yeah. All I had was the alliteration. I didn't even have the letters to go on. Oh, God, Fez. You made a mistake. What was Fez's big mistake the other day? Sprint and Spirit. He mixed them up. Yeah. The airline with the phone. What happens there? Your memory doesn't work right? It doesn't. I, it's like that one. I just didn't even read right. It didn't even register right in my brain when I read it. And I read it a few times. Just kept seeing the word Sprint. They were even mocking him on the... O&A, or the Anthony show. They were we're not even going at O&A anymore. Oh, it's it's a oh, that's no, sad. Oh, it's straight fucking, God forbid you miss a day around sorry. here. O&A, you're right. I'm sorry. Who was? They who, were. Did Anthony, you know about who's they? No, I didn't. I'd never heard of this until just now. Anthony and Jim were saying some things about, you know, how how could Fez fuck, you know, fuck up All Sprint right. and Spirit. All right, let's hear it. And I, of course... Would burst out in tears <laughs> when anyone would call me Tony because, I, and I would say, "My name is Anthony." I was like Lil Fez. <laughs> they should have just called me Lil uh, Fez. That's gonna hurt his feelings. I no. I, well, I was listening to a portion of the Ron that's Fez program him. yesterday on my way home, and he seemed a little emotional. Was yesterday. he crying I, yesterday? I, I, felt, I felt bad. He had a rough day yesterday. Why? He looks fine when I saw him. He, he lost look, weight. He looks so happy. Yeah. Walking into the studio. After we leave, of course, the Ron and Fez show starts. And um, he looks so happy coming in. And by the time I hit the vehicle, <laughs> and I'm not even at my first light, something happens. Yeah. And he gets all upset. All right. That's a fucking good point there, because I do think you're just making it your character now. No, I mean... after the show, he's fine. Yes. Now, Dave, you had a meeting about yourself yesterday, right? Yes, I did. Did you use any of that to show yourself as having more value than Fez? Um, did I use what? No, I said I should get some more uh, cash. But did you compare yourself to Fez? I wouldn't say I compared myself to Fez. I said I've done um, a bunch of work for sure. But that, on air work? Yeah. 
Did you say that you were doing the majority of the on-air interaction with me? Um, I didn't put it in those terms, but I did say that to yeah. a certain extent. I mean, you know, I have very little time and uh, very little left to do. So I have to make every single oh, move I Oh, I get can. it. I'm not I mean, saying that. I, I've played nice guy for over a year and a half. You were nice guy, Eddie. Can I, you know, get a few more this or that and stuff? But then I said, listen, here's the bottom line. Did Danny sound exactly like Opie on that thing? Absolutely. The first time thought, you heard him? I thought that was Opie. Yeah. Now, Fez, Ant says the same thing that we say. You come in here looking happy. I try to, yes. But then the lights go on and you start crying? That when I fuck up like that, it's it's some days it's going to get to me more than others. But, I've had a, r- a really rough patch of that. But if you weren't in here, you'd be a happy person. No, if I wasn't screwing things up, I'd be a happy person. You see my point, right? Yeah, it just you shake it off to it, screw up. But did this go along with what you were saying yesterday in your meeting? Yes. The Fez would be happier not doing this? Oh, no, I no, I didn't bring that up. No, 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 no. That's crazy. No, I just said, listen, I do a lot. Can we can we look at the facts here? You asked them to listen to tapes. You said go over the tapes. <laughs> I didn't go with that a stopwatch. Far. I didn't go that far. I just said, listen, I done a lot, you know, come on. Help just help help a white man out here. I don't know why I brought race into it, but you know, it felt suitable. You needed to. It did. It felt suitable. Because I'm desperate. Desperate, but not serious. <laughs> I know you are. Well, you do have some fans. But the corporate structure is a strange one. I got Pauly Loose Bows in my corner, Mr. B. Well, you also have the boss of me, and I said I'd go to the mat for you. I know. He goes, I need you in that meeting with me. And I go like this. Gown on it. <laughs> you don't have to. No. I'll, I'd rather be in the meeting. They... Think I'm insane. Not so much insane. They put it as insane in the member. <laughs> because we're a radio company. Cypress Cyber, Hill joke yes. about my financial crisis? Don't mess with him, S.A. <laughs> He's loco. <laughs> it's just, that's why I don't think they're taking me seriously, though. This is why I'm putting a full court press on right now. Because I felt like... I've brought this up since last September, and they don't, they just kind of, don't worry, Dave ain't going well, anywhere. Don't th- worry, Dave. I even said, I go, when did he bring this up to you? And then they just played Long December. <laughs> and I go, I don't think that was Some it. Counting Crows this it's time. Like, so I said, I think it was September, and then they played See You in September. Just, it's crazy. They're just playing all the hits. They're fucking, you bring up a point, and they top 40 your ass. They're not actually speaking to you and communicating about, our business relationship, they're just giving songs. I don't think that's actually helpful. Um, yeah, it's been a long, long time of me talking to, the, talking to them, you know, about this. And I said, listen, I can't, you know, I gotta do what, what Davey Mac gotta do. But how did Fez's name pop into this? I said, you know, you think I could, I'm pretty useful on, on the show, that's all. Was the term, term unable? About Fez Houston. No. Not on my side. Mm. Not my side. But I said I'm 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 useful. It's time to to look at stuff here for a little bit. You know, I'm just asking for I'm asking for what other producers on this damn thing get. Well, again, 
I told you before, you can't compare yourself to that, but they're going to take you back and sell you as a thing. But I also said, when did you start with us? It, it was uh, officially January of 2006, kind right. of off the books of December 2005. All right, so we're four years? Over for, Way over four years, four so and a I half said years. This. I go, why would we train this guy for years, give him skills, have him ready, only to let him take those skills somewhere else? I go, it's insane. This is everything that, why you bring fucking young people in, you build them up to, you know, carry the company. They're like, well, I agree with you. Well, you already got me. Everyone you know, you're agrees. always in that. No yeah. one ever disagrees with you. Right. And that way, everybody's like Fez, where you'll get an agreeable <laughs> meeting. Absolutely. Well, that was my logic was no disrespect to Fez at all, but mm -hmm. I got to take this by the horns now because I know Fez was working for me, but they're not obviously taking him seriously. So I got to fucking go out there and be like, listen, dude, please, I am not fucking crying wolf. This is going, I, you know. That's what, is that why they played Hungry Like the Wolf to me? So, that another fucking... Another song! I know. So you're just actually talking to them, businessman to businessman, and right. they're just giving you fucking MTV songs back and at I you. And I said, it's not Hungry Like the Wolf, it's more like a dire wolf. And they're going... It's another song. When I brought up dire wolf, they go like this. Hold on, that fucking song is great. I want to get that on Deep Cuts. And then I felt good because I felt like I got my own may, request on yeah, Deep Cuts. May, may I interject here? Yeah. So nothing got solved by you guys just shooting... Well, I found out we have a Grateful Dead channel 80s. that I didn't even know about. They go, you know... That didn't help me. This is the way I told him your problem was. I mean, it's pleasant, but... Get this for the smoke zone, but I'm not going to bring it up in the don't movie. Don't murder me. I beg of you, don't murder me. Please don't murder me. I sat down to my supper, was upon a red list. I said my prayers and went to bed. That's the last they saw of me. Don't I'm not sure how this relates. I mean, um, all right, everybody wants to know why you stopped the ant thing before you gave Fez advice. What was the vice? Oh, there's more. I wonder why Ant had advice for Fezzy. Fezzy did a, 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 a segment uh, about this, and it was fine. It's perfect. He got all the info out. Yeah. Everything was fine. And then he got a little upset because somebody <laughs> had to call up and say, um, Fez, I believe it's Spirit Airlines and not Sprint Airlines. You call them Sprint Airlines? Yes. And, and, and I believe other people in the studio knew this and let him continue calling it Sprint Airlines because even Ronnie was saying that. You know, it was, uh, uh, isn't that a telephone company? <laughs> and and uh, Fez just kept going along with Sprint Airlines until it was pointed out to him. Then he got very quiet. And then, of course, he got very upset that he was um, yeah. he was calling himself stupid 
for making such a, a stupid mistake, as he put it. I didn't see it as a stupid mis- no. mistake. We all misread things at times. And he just misread it, uh, and it, it was, was a fine. stupid mistake. I, I, he's right. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no. no, I love oh, Fez. No. I really no, do. No, no. It, it's oh, here's what the problem with Fez. Oh, it's okay to make a stupid mistake. No one should soft soap right. this for Fez and say it was a stupid mistake. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh no! Sprint Airlines doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, so the good thing is you have the respect of your peers. Yeah. But apparently Dave has caused you the respect of your bosses after yesterday. I haven't done anything of the sort. If that guy f- starts formulating his own thing, then that's his thing. But he actually uh, called me in the middle of a turkey club when I left to go over and I go, he says, uh, how bad do you need Dave? I go, yeah, I need Dave. Dave is <laughs> my bad. guy. Dave is my guy. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. And the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, let me just and, say, how bad is... <laughs> well, the thing was, who gets more on-air time with you, Dave or Fez? <laughs> and I'm sitting there. At, I'm not even going to say the name of this little Jewish deli I go because I like to keep it to myself and other magicians. Cats. They have a magic table. Oh. It's almost like being a Broadway Danny Rose. But if, when famous <laughs> mag- magicians show up, they get to sit at the magic that table. That would be awesome. Hans Clock just waxing shit over. I'm not over saying who gets to go there. Copperfield. It's very well known. Old school. Okay. So I said, from there I go, I got to go back over for another meeting. Let me come back and see you face to face. Good. Face to face is my is my technique as well. Yeah. I feel like when I can, you know, look at them, they can see that, okay, this is a man who... Might be flying a plane into an IRS building soon. I also went to another place after a mass last night. It's just constant different uh, pastas that come to you. In pans, hot, putting them on your plate. More pasta, more pasta, all different kinds. Is it called Pasta Pasta? That's it. No, it's not one of those shitty fucking places. All right. This is old school New York. That would be a good name for it, though. Now, Fez, mm-hmm. when you have your coworkers bringing up these stories, yeah, what's that do for you? It's embarrassing. It's uh, which part? All of it, just even including calling uh, Spirit Airlines Sprint Airlines. I should have known there's not an airline named Sprint. The whole thing is embarrassing, and that it feeds on itself. That a, I make the mistake. That I get so upset about the mistake that it calls attention to it even more, so that uh, uh, Opie and Anthony show is on top of it. From what I understand now, just the Anthony show. No, no, oh no. yeah, if you go by what Davy Max <laughs> said, no, no, they no. said they're calling it the no, Anthony Opie's show. On... That's because Opie has a drinking problem and no one will help him. Well, that's that's true too. Yeah, but no, it's, I think when I turn the on first the... thing he has to do is admit he has a problem. You're right. Well, Maggie Boy's enabling him, so. That's a, I'm worried about someone. Mikey Boy. I thought when you guys badmouthed him today that we would hear from him. We did not. And apparently you two idiots made Brazilian Julie cry. Yeah, I, yeah, I just talked to her. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's not good with the Twitter thing. What happened? She um, does not want to tweet anymore. She doesn't want to be on the tweet. She wants to keep her account just to read other Twitters. Who bothers her? She wouldn't tell me. I said, are you okay? What she said could she I cried do? after you hung up with her. 
She twittered yeah. that to somebody, as a matter of fact. You say she doesn't well, no, so, so Let me read. So then she just... She was waiting for her OB... Uh, what's it? Accepted me. What are all those fucking numbers you put together? OBGYN. Thank you. OBGYN? Uh, That's she goes... for um Connie. She goes... Yeah. I just made a phone conference appointment, but it was Eastside Dave and Chris Stanley not asking about my vag. Well, that was I, a little... By the way, I'm not... Uh, private. I don't like it when they call it their veg. It just doesn't seem sexy enough for me. No, I hate that, and I hate vajayjay. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. That sounds like a Dr. Seuss word for pussy. <laughs> it reminds me too much of Jay Moore, <laughs> who uh, played Governors last night, uh, brought up Eastside Dave's name from the stage, did an Eastside Aww. Dave impression, and then uh, a listener said, I, I met him after the show, um... Once he got back from seeing Jay Moore at Governors, he was hysterical, great storyteller, never boring. I got my book signed with him uh, and some pics. Very nice guy. During He was talking about David Caruso, how much he looked like Eastside Dave, did a little impression of Davey Mac. <laughs> then he said in a serious way how nobody from the show was there. When I met him and told him how much I enjoyed ONA and Ron and Fez... He told me he was surprised nobody from any of the shows show up, showed up. Take this from what it's worth, but he generally seemed upset by it. I know you'll do the right thing. Well, I can speak for everybody when we all love Jay Moore. Everybody at yeah. too adores Jay Moore, knows uh, that he has an empty pit of loneliness that we'll never be able to fill. You know what I mean? That heart can't get enough love into it. Mm -mm. But at the same time, for us here living in Manhattan, governors, you might as well say Australia. We're just <laughs> not going to go under tunnels and over bridges to go out to fucking Levittown. And it was also last night. It was an unmasked. I mean, I had every intention to see him on Tuesday. Yes. And I saw him at Count Basie. I was I was going to see him when he came in to comics. They fucked, us. They fucked me over by not playing him. Hard. Hard. Uh, you should have pushed Moore, it. Jay Moore's class personified. I, you should have always... pushed it harder on the air and thrown a party for him there, and we should have fucking done that. But, you know, we didn't know even what he was doing. He's yeah. been in the CONA a couple of times. I've only seen him in the hall. No one ever means to hurt your feelings. Fuzz, back to you. Mm hmm. Yeah, the whole situation becomes embarrassing. And humiliating. And it adds on to... Oh, it, uh, it starts to build on top of itself. And the stupid mistake gets stupider, is what happens. I, um... I don't think Fez can read. <laughs> it's happened before. Taste a lemon. Yeah. That might have started it all. And then you had that whole problem this week. Right. Yeah. With the autographed you, Courtney Love CD that we have. You that on Chris Stanley. Right, because I, could, I didn't read it the way I should have. Should Dave be the reader for the show? No, I should be the reader. Well, you, But you're struggling with this. Yeah. I'm going to write this down in the thing for the bosses Dave now does. I'd like to, that, to do that. Would you mind if I put 100% of the reading? No, don't put down 100% of the reading. Why not? Because Dave doesn't do 100% of the reading. Should he start doing live reads? No, he shouldn't. If you write a message right now, I bet you, like, we could compare. We could compare it. 
I've always been a voracious reader, Ron, and I, I think you can tell by my usage of voracious that three seconds ago. Yeah. All right, Fuzzy, let's see how quickly you can read this. Go. Die, fags, die. Ah! I was just trying to go fast. Oh, man. That was the highlight of my day. What was? That message you had him read. Not seeing your children or anything like that? Hmm? That would be a low light. But you don't like when people say that you're stupid, right? That's something that really is hurtful to you. It drives me nuts when I feel stupid, yes. Yep. But don't you think that friends just sometimes just say that kind of shit to each other? Yeah, that, I mean, that definitely happens, uh, but that's when the emotion uh. takes over me and I get, and I'm calling myself stupid as much as anyone. Brazilian Julie actually writes this I'm simply too sad. Sorry, buddies. That's oh, awful. Boy. Oh, boy. They did it again. Those creeps on the internet. They just won't leave the people alone. Is that what happened to you? Is that why you're off the internet? Except for my Twitios, I am pretty much off the internet. Man, you got your Facebook. Except for my Twitios and my Facebook, (laughs) I'm off the internet. (laughs) Do you even run any of your stuff other than your Twitios? Just leave it alone? Yeah. The uh, missus does all that shit. Mrs. Will ya make me tea? Let me guess. Did they bring that up too down the hall? Yeah, you had to bring. Up. <laughs> they talk. So he needs X- music. <laughs> he needs X amount of dollars. He, he actually said this to him. I was talking about Dave, and I was telling him your problems. He goes like this. He goes, "Well, he's been down so goddamn long that it looks like up to him." <laughs> okay, that's a lyric. Then he wanted me to tell you, don't cry, don't raise your eyes. This is only Teenage Wasteland. That's Bob O'Reilly. All right. That's how I stand. I knew it. Oh, he had something for you, too. I knew they were taking me seriously. He said that stupid Cupid went and said sprint. (laughs) Do you think Fesnel is making the crying part of his on-air character? I can't tell anymore. I wish I could give you a definitive answer, but I do... I'm not sure. I think what it is, did your mom ever try to make you do the dishes when you were little so you start breaking dishes? All the time. Yeah. I uh, think Fez is breaking on air dishes. My mom one time wanted me to carry a loaf of bread outside of um, Cumberland Farms, and I just fell to the ground and started screaming in front of everyone. I've never seen Beanie in all these years since been so angry that I did that. Here's always the thing, too. Um, in your... You know, trying to find an upper hand. When you're, like, doing the deal of the show can't live without me, they only think to themselves, well, that's Ron's problem. <laughs> tough shit. That I sounds know. It's a corporation. That, that sounds stupid. tough for Ron. I, and I, I said it many, 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 many times. I'm like, I obviously realize um, it's hundreds of employees. You know, I'm a speck on the radar. I'm just bringing up these well, things. Well, I didn't find this out till yesterday, but over eight people work here. So that's like that could be nine or I think a thousand. I mean, that's I think it is nine. There, that's not a specific uh, range. And there. actually, 
two of them are Siamese twins. Oh, well, so then I don't should. even know if it's that one. Yeah, they that only counts as one person. I mean, if it's got two heads, it's two people. No, they're using only one computer. It's two arms. That's the way I go by it. Two arms. Um, so don't some Siamese have four arms though? I think so. I've never seen that. Oh, so, then you need to go to uh, believe it or not, <laughs> because those guys. Um, and I'll admit this: there's only drawings of them, mm-hmm. but those they're wearing those jackets, <laughs> those real nice jackets. They look like Sherlock Holmes jackets. Yeah, but you just said it. I what mean, was that in M4 Hicks? Uh, for a sale stuff. What sale stuff? Get some stuff out, maybe. But Shagalo or whatever the fuck it is? Snaglo.com. <laughs> Shagalot. See, Why I mean, buy it? Just snag it at snaglo.com. What are you looking for there, Dave? Uh, there's a Siamese twin on a bikini. I just can't get the bigger picture. Well, there's four tits. I want to see the body. But I always thought they would, that would only count as one person if they only have two arms and shit. All right, let's. Uh, oh, there's the ones I was talking about. Oh, yeah, they only These have guys? two arms. Yeah. You're right. For some reason, I always thought I saw four arms. Well, I, I thought, thought they were sticking out further than that. Yeah, I thought they were more facing each other, too. Where it's almost like they had to turn their head to look forward. Well, you can have all different kinds. Yeah. I guess so. I'm I'm seeing a fetus where it looks like the kids might have four arms. Yeah. Yeah, that's they're, a four They're arm. joined at the heart, too. The four legs. Oh, my God. That's an... I don't know what I would do in that scenario. You kill one, you let the other one live. I would basically let them play a quick game of Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search, or perhaps Siren Series. If you kill one, like... They will come. Is the other one going to die, or will he survive with a dead body on himself? No, you, you chop off the dead body. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I can't look at these pictures anymore. This but normally, like, if one dies, the other one dies because of infection. Yeah. All that fucking dead blood gets in. All right, let's take these two here. They got two heads, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. They date different people. Why wouldn't you let them each vote? Because they only one arm to mark down the ballot. All right, let's suppose that you were... They'd have the same fingerprints. Where you were dating a Siamese twin, right? Mm-hmm. And she had a sister that was dating another guy. The head next to her. Right. Would you get mad if sometimes they use the vagina for the other guy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the sister wants to fuck him. I couldn't do that because they're they're both. I know that little game that they're playing. They're 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 now gang two fucks each, and that's and you know this from where they're pretending that no, I'm giving it to you, but they're both because their pussy feels the same. Right, but they each like each other, someone else. But it doesn't matter. They're both going to be getting two different cocks in one pussy. Here's Steve Asheville. You're on Run Fez. Hey, yeah, I am a. Uh descendant of the original Siamese twins, and they, in fact, had four arms. We say original. Were they from Siam? Yes, they are. Now, were they each a different person, correct? Yeah, yeah. They There was this weird tube between their sides, and they just shared a big, giant liver. Oh. Whoa. Couldn't you... Right. So why couldn't you have, like, cut the liver in half? You can't live that way. You need a full well, liver. You, but you, you might be able to do it today, but back then they couldn't. But one of the guys was a uh, one of the guys was a bookworm. The other guy was a real hard drinker, and 
they died from cirrhosis from the one guy's drinking. Now, when the one would start drinking, would the other one get drunk? I believe so, yeah, but I think he had the body weight of two people, and like they shared blood, so he could probably drink, probably drink most people under the table, I would think. Oh, oh yeah, they would have been heavy. Like 300 <laughs> pounds. Yeah, you're drinking for two. Uh, here's uh, Matt, you're on Fez. Hey, Ronnie V, what's a rumpus? Hey, what's a rumpus? Hey, uh, love you, Dave. Hope you get some cash. You deserve it, buddy. But I got uh, bad news on the redhead front. What? Uh, brand new Maxim Magazine, page 40, that hot redhead from Lost. Yeah. Who's that? The girl? Yeah, that... Uh, Who's going out with the scientist who we haven't that. seen in long, forever? So they, they, she died. Oh, that's right. Rebecca, he got shot. Rebecca Mater, I think is her name, it says here. Yeah. What about her? Her, her quote is, it's bad enough... I have it. Why would I want to sleep with anyone who's got it? Ah! Oh. <laughs> oh. Sulfate red. Fuck you, lady. It's bad enough you have it. Yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad that you... If Eric Stoltz came knocking on your door... Uh, what's weirder? Uh, and I'll, I'll let everybody else answer first, but... Redhead or Siamese twin? What's fucking stranger? Hicks? A ginger's much fucking really? worse. Fez? Redhead. Much Sur more bizarre. Surprises me. Dave? I'm abstaining from this ridiculous question. Okay. Can't make so up your mind? No. You know what's... It, the, the fuck you abstain, my friend. That means you don't even get a chance to do it. Siamese twin, for Christ's sakes. Uh, Chris, you're running first. Hey, we got some Siamese twins in the Reading area here called Lori and Dory. You can look them up. Uh, they have two arms, two legs. So they're attached at the head, and the one is significantly shorter than the other has to get wheeled around a little cart and they're always fighting at the mall it's hysterical <laughs> what are they fighting about they're well, just arguing over stupid shit one wants to play video games the other one wants to go shopping i uh, hate the gap sing country music reba she changed her name to reba uh, i saw her on tv once she's a pretty good fucking singer and the other one just sits there with the one sings country yes yeah it's the little one that sits on a little stool with wheels and uh, yeah. they're creepy Is she the the little one sings uh, there she is playing the guitar. The other one doesn't play. See if you can't get her singing on YouTube. Yeah, the other one was holding a mic. Okay. So she's got to be a roadie. Or a guitar tech. Doesn't just have to be roadie. See if you can get him singing, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they don't use Siamese. You use the word conjoined. Siamese is anti-fucking Siamese now. I have them here. Now we they want you to call Chinese food food, so you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to do that. They won't let you say it? Uh, do, well, they don't have any videos of them singing, it looks like. They're making a giant mistake. Yeah. Jeff, Columbus, you're my first. Hey, love you guys. Hey, uh, the guy, the Siamese twins that you just brought up, the one sings country. I heard uh, that one's a little bit country, the other one's a little rock and roll. And then... Um, Hold on, let me see if I, I, might, I might start laughing. No, couldn't do it. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys burned me. Sorry. Um, anyway, the other one is, where does it stand with the census? Like, is that one person? or I count them as two. Now, yeah. here's what would be a bad thing. What if you had a fucking Siamese twin? He gets drafted. You don't. That's what I want to fucking do. I want to do a movie about Siamese twin. Uh-huh. One joins the Marine Corps. The other is a hippie. It's 1969, right? Mm-hmm. One of them shaven, and they share a head. One is shaved, the other one has long hair. Um, and then the movie ends with the other one 
getting the fucking letter, your Siamese brother got killed in Vietnam. <gasps> and as we pan back, you see that he's laying in Vietnam <sighs> next to his brother, but he just found out after two weeks. Oh, yeah. And then he screams, oh, I'm touching the dead guy. <laughs> it's like and then, wait, street. wait. Then he gets back. He's driving around the dead body. And he starts fucking, he starts like shrimping. Well, because that shrimp thing was his dead brother's dream. Well, now it's a little similar to Forrest Gump, but. I didn't see it. Stuff before then. There was Siamese twins in Forrest Gump? No, just the shrimp part. I think Jenny was a Siamese twin. Wasn't that a fucking song you tried to do? Jenny was a Siamese twin? I guess they could call it double duty. What about this, though? Why? Only one duty. Mm. The other one's not. That's the problem. Good call, fuck the hippies. <laughs> and then, in parentheses, uh-oh, looks like I got fucked in Vietnam. <laughs> and then we find out the way he got killed? Fragged. Killed by his own troops. Because they were gnarled out by a guy being a fucking Siamese twin. <laughs> If I saw some Siamese twins, I'd probably jump out the window. Wait, I just thought that was a perfect answer. Then at the end, you find out you're your own Siamese twin. And both fucking bodies are occupied by the same Tyler Durden person. So you're a Siamese single. Oh, wow. And then, fucking Gwyneth Paltrow's head's in a box. Well, that's seven. No, I mean her, the real actress, her head. Like, literally cut off her head and put it oh, in a box. Then I want to see this movie tomorrow. I, I want everybody to see it. This fucking movie's going to be better, bigger than Avatar. And it's just I got, one head? I got even a better one. All right. Siamese twins, right? Right. One's black, one's white. One is growing up in Detroit during the Motown era. The other one, deep south fucking redneck, right? Uh-huh. They start fucking fighting... And it fucking, their mother yells, don't you see you're killing yourselves? Because they were. Literally. Yeah. And was their mother black or white? Because I'm part, I'm a little unclear on that part. She's white. So the father was black? Am I crazy here? Am I fucking crazy? Yeah. But one has an afro, okay. the other, and like through his afro, he kind of looks like, like, what is that sticking out? The fucking Ku Klux Klan hat coming in the other direction. Because that fucker is put on a Klan hat. Right. And he takes him to a fucking Klan meeting, but he has a giant black man growing out of the top of his head who yells out, I'll kill all you white motherfuckers. All right. I'm going to call this suck my black dick. Oh, so the cock is black. We know. One of them is. Yeah. The other one's white, but here's the fucking swerve. It's a vagina because he, the fucking white guy, you, it's like do some other fucking weird things. My thing is to have him played by Chaz Bono because he's like kind of fucking hot right now. That's true. But you see where I'm going with that? Not Transgender really. twin. Do you think if we do this, we can, you know, get love as an itching? Um, on my heart, which would be fucking perfect for us. I don't think the Supremes will sign up for releasing the song. Who for says this? they even own it anymore? Okay. I'm sure they didn't write it. They didn't write any of their fucking tunes. I'll get it redone by uh, Beyonce. And this would be the theme to a clan's gender. 
Mm. Did I ever tell you I love this song? Yeah. Well, I definitely want to see the film. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you about that. That's right, coming soon. Itching in my heart. I think I'm now going to change it to this. Help me! Drum, Dave. Bring the drums up. Explain the sax for me. With you every day here. Their own Dave McDonald on drums. Pepper Hicks on sax. On the sprint, our own Fez Watley. I got news for you. She's, you know, she's playing at Radio City. And if she ever did that fucking song and I was there, and Radio City, as beautiful as that place is, I would just start swimming down the fucking aisle. <laughs> I would just be fucking swimming along. <laughs> I just thought of something, too. Uh, for this fucking thing that we're doing in the last scene since it's the 60s and all, the Siamese twins get the opportunity to bang the Supremes, the three Supremes. Oh, yes. But now it's like two guys... Three girls, what happens? They both decide to tag team Diana Ross and let the other fucking two watch. Like they always had to during the 60s. It they writes itself. Nothing. It does write itself. That's the fucking thing. And that's what is a great idea, you know? Yeah. This is my fingers just taken off. It seems this. that way. It's like God is writing through me. Right. Casting choices at all? Well, I do want to use Chaz Bono. Okay. And for the black one, I'm even thinking Urkel. Okay, yeah. Available. Earl's nephew. Oh, all right. Also available. Go for the unknown angle. I don't know. Uh, you know? Then use Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Wes, Louisiana, you're on my fez. Uh, this movie sounds great. I just want to know if it's going to be in 3D. Uh, everything I do is done in 3D because I'm the future right now. Alex, you're on my fez. Yeah, Ron, I knew this, uh, these guys, Siamese Trippers. They got six balls, one dick. And the funniest part about it is your screener said, you do, you really do know those guys like that? I go, yep. Can you believe me? Look, come on in here. Bring the screener in. Where's the ice cream cake, Fuzz? Um, I don't know if we have one. Why, why wouldn't we want to send this kid out? Four months he's been here working for what? Donuts. <laughs> yeah, less than donuts. I know. I don't know what happened to the old... The old us used to make a big deal out of this. During the caring days? Anyway. I just want to say something about the four months here. It was wasted. Um, not just for you, but for us. So it has been a t- total loss. Yeah, it's been a total loss. It's been the worst. It's been about the worst thing you could have done. Now you're going back in school, right? Yep. Your degree gets done when? Uh, December. Do you have any friends at that school? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, they all graduate. I get tons of friends. You just come off as the weird kid with no friends. Yeah, I, I guess uh, up here in this this setting, I uh, don't you live with friends. your sister, right? Yeah, we live together. Uh, how big is the apartment? Uh, it's probably about the size of this room. So it's a studio. Yeah, it's really small. Two of you sleeping in the same room? No, no. She she has like a little bedroom. I'm I'm in the living room. Then that would not be a studio. That's a one bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he thought because he's in the actual radio studio right now, he applied that to his apartment. Well, is it this big with a a bedroom? Uh, yeah, like total is this, the size of the room. It's, it's it's very very close quarters we're living in. All right, I'm gonna write this. And I owe you ice cream cake. Ooh. And this is redeemable. Whenever you come back, you come back and visit us? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be up next week. Oh, it's perfect. Stop in. We'd love to see you after a week. <laughs> really? <laughs> good. We're gonna sister lives in Manhattan. He's going to live in fucking Virginia. How often do you think you're going to be up here? All right, good. Things working next week. <laughs> if my fucking sister was up here, I'd be working some ecstasy thing back and forth. <laughs> that was him. I got news for you. You can be in this movie if you want. Maybe can I be one of the twins? You're going to be... I've written a role for you I call Onlooker. I think you're going to like it. <laughs> it sounds like a media role. Because it is. It's interesting because, like, you know, when they're doing stuff, you're going to be looking on them. That's good. That's just what I do here. Uh, let us know if you want to come into the studio tomorrow. A couple of people... Uh, We'll get the opportunity to play, but everybody will get the chance to meet us and hang out. Uh, write to us at 202 Friends. It's uh, for the search, search. Hurry up and search tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Great prizes. Make sure you're signed up to 202 Friends tomorrow and ready to go. Uh, we got anything else we need to plug? No, nothing else. Oh, I also want to say happy birthday to Matt Damon. Didn't know that it was his birthday. Eh? I don't know when it is, but I wanted to get it out there. Now. Oh, okay. Well, you're covered. Does that mean you're pointing a gun at me? No, no, you're covered with Matt Damon. Remember when they used to say I got you covered? Mm-hmm. And then it was also it works the other way too, where it's hey, like I'll cover for like you. Dog. Satellite